Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Sean Belegian. Yes, this is real, but Sean and I are still trying to believe it's real here today. <laughs> Especially given we're inside, we have our jackets off. Sean wasn't sure how to dress, so he bundled up because he didn't know what, whether it would be cold. But it's toasty inside here, isn't it? It, it is. You know, I, I, I still kept on my, uh, my toque. I, I still <laughs> a little remnants of Nanook of the North, and that's okay, but... Jeremy, most importantly, it is a pleasure to see you. It is a pleasure to see these boys on the field. Uh, this is awesome. You know, I mean, let's face it. Okay, just between you and us. Yeah. Okay. I won't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Did you really think we were going to get this going no. again? A- absolutely I- I not. After concerns. after the second cancellation and, you know, the three weeks and then the three weeks and then the shutdown after the testing, I had... I thought there was no shot that we'd yeah. be here. And there's no shot we were going to be here in the spring either because it just didn't make sense to me even no. at that point. No, I'm with you. But you know what? Uh, I, I, I have to say this again. Mark Yule and the powers that be at the MHSAA uh, did everything right. They stayed the course. Uh, he said that they wanted to, to get this thing going, and by golly, here we are. We've already got games underway today already. I'm sure we'll talk about that, but... Our game, uh, getting ready to fire this up in just a few short minutes. Everest Collegiate and Sourfield going at it here today. This is a home game for Everest, but it's not close for them. I mean, they hail all the way from Clarkston on the other side of Metro Detroit, if you even want to call it that, from here. But at the same time, they got to be happy that they have no elements to deal with because they're a passing team. Yeah, I mean, this is this is definitely a case where this is going to benefit the team that wants to be on the fast track. Listen, Jeremy, I mean, you know as well as I do, I've watched teams really disintegrate out in the elements at playoff time. And, you know, one of the things that I do, uh, Wayne State football here, heard yeah. here on this station, uh, you know, they were a, a big-time benefactor of that. We went to St. Cloud, Minnesota uh, nine years ago, and they were a high-octane, high-prolific passing team. And, and you're thinking to yourself, in St. Cloud, <laughs> when the snow started to come down, 
Wayne State played like the team that was used to the snow and, and, and really started steamrolling them. So no, no doubt I think that's a great observation on, on your part. Uh, the fast track, uh, they're going to have the benefit here today. Looks to play a little bit quicker than most turf fields just by looking at it. I mean, we, we haven't gone and ran down there. Maybe we will after this hit, but uh, <laughs> as we get ready for this game, both these two teams have practiced indoors. Everest was here last week. Uh, for one, Mike Pernicki said, hey, I just want to let my guys see what it is. I mean, it's a pretty impressive facility all around. I mean, we see basketball uh, basketball courts. When we look over our right shoulder, a football field. When we look over our left shoulder, this is no stranger to football. A lot of seven-on-sevens here at the Legacy Center in Brighton. They also have hosted a all-star game that's aired on Fox Sports Detroit the last couple years uh, after the season has concluded. But it is weird to see, and one thing that you look up, you know, the spinning fans, they look like, I don't know what, helicopter uh, propellers there, and the lower ceiling, I already saw some guys in warm-ups, not sure if you saw that too, but kickers already kicking into it, punters trying to get a feel for how low their hang time has to be. It's a big consideration. Uh, You know, Jeremy, if you get one of those punts that has some serious hang time, you're going to have to watch out. You know, it reminds me of playing, you know, in my house as a kid. And my poor mother, we put holes in the wall with, with three sons and everything. But, you know, you knew where all those things are. And uh, you're absolutely right. There's some familiarity that's taking place down in the field right now. In terms of these two teams, Everest Collegiate, one of the few undefeateds remaining in the state of Michigan. Davison won today versus Catholic Central. So they remain undefeated as well but petersburg summerfield coming in at four and five overall they were just one and five in the regular season and as we'll talk about throughout this broadcast they didn't have all the pieces right away but they were able to work those back in right when they needed to you know week five which was the virtual week eight and nine of the regular season and now they have a comfortable full roster they have more weapons for their quarterback so this four and five when you look at it on the surface doesn't tell the story no i and i think there's a lot of deception like that going around you and i were talking about a game that that you uh, caught part of earlier today yeah. uh, oak park didn't win i mean think about that they didn't win and then all of a sudden the playoffs start they start getting some guys back. They start getting healthy. They start winning some football games. So uh, this is new life. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Jeremy, there's nothing like that little extra oomph that comes into it when a team feels like they got some new life. And the thing is, if we would have played at 1 o'clock, you know, a standard football game at noon, like a lot of the kicks were here today, it wasn't that bad outside. The The sun was shining down, at least in Livonia. I'm sure over in your ranks, I'm not too far from you. But the ref in the Livonia-Churchill and Oak Park game, as I kind of snuck in, as you say, said it best. It feels like October out here. Good day for some October football. Well, you know what? You and I, and and maybe our listeners here, will remember this uh, on the Patriot. Uh, We were at a game that was colder on October 30th. We were out uh, on that particular night for a Brother Rice game Mm -hmm. out in Pontiac, and, and Jeremy, it was 29 degrees, and the sun was not shining. There's a big difference between, you know, whatever it was today, 35, 36, and the sun shining, and and 29 in the dark. I mean, it was freezing on that particular (laughs) night. 
Well, no elements to worry about here today besides the dome and the roof that we've already talked about. It'll be interesting to see how these two teams handle that. We'll get to looking at both of these rosters and these two quarterbacks, which should put on a really good show here today. A little bit too, of two different philosophies in terms of how these offenses are run as well. So that much more coming up. But now we'll send it or send it to a quick break, and then after that, this week in high school sports. Stick with us here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey guys, Chris Sabonik here, mortgage broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending. As a broker, we're licensed to work with several different lenders to help find the best rates and costs for you on your mortgage. Working with multiple lenders means we're going to have a variety of programs that are going to help suit your needs, everything from conventional, FHA, VA, and more. Uh, when you work with us, you're not only going to get the best service, we're going to make sure you get all of your questions answered, and we're also going to be able to make sure we close your loan in less than 30 days. Call us today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. The CHSL Game of the Week continues next. Hi, Warrior fans. This is Kevin Breckmacher. Join me all season long here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, as I bring you Warrior Basketball, led by senior Kareem Murray and junior Darian Owens-White. The Warriors look to get back to the top of the GLIAC. Again, all season long right here on WDTK, The Patriot, the Wayne State Warrior Basketball Radio Network. Wayne State University Athletics. Go Warriors! Jeremy Otto and Sean Belisian back with you here from the Legacy Center in Brighton. One of the last games to kick off in the state of Michigan. There are a few others. We'll take a look at those a little bit later. Let's take a look at what's already been in progress and finished around the MHSA in the Catholic High School League via our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Davison with a tight, tight game versus Catholic Central is 7-7 at halftime. A real defensive stalemate, 7-7 going into the fourth quarter before Davison opened up a couple touchdowns 20 to 7 Catholic Central had their chances but this is pretty impressive by Davison giving you know Brendan Sullivan already packed up and ready to go to Northwestern they're back to a wide receiver who's headed to Wayne State next year you might call some games for him and Deion Brown did a really good job filling in a quarterback his first ever start there you know it's interesting Jeremy because I, I think sometimes people think of this the wrong way and I mean no disrespect against Mr. Sullivan because obviously he's had a storied career and there's a reason he's playing at Northwestern but a lot of times 
a, a team kind of takes the attitude. We know what everybody's saying. This is Sullivan's team, right? We're not. We're not anything without Sullivan, mm-hmm. and they step up. That's a big win for them. Congratulations to the Cardinals. T. LaSalle with a big win over Warren Mott. We'll talk to Dan Roan later in halftime, 45-3. to But how about that team? I mean, that's another team that only had two wins in the regular season, taking full advantage of what's presented to them. Hasn't been the toughest of runs, but it doesn't matter. You've got to win the games, and they've won them swimmingly. You got that right. And I tell you what, it seems like 17 years ago that you and I talked to Coach Roan on the, on <laughs> the eve it? of the season. And, you know, I mean, look, elephant in the room. So many things happen in the offseason, and yeah. it wasn't the easiest situation for him to take over. Props to him. I really like the guy, and he's going to have a heck of a lot of success there with the Pilots. Well, that's another program like Loyola did this year, going from the all-run to basically an all-pass, and that's kind of similar. Not all-pass, but they want to pass and spread the football out. They were doing a dual system to start the year. Brady Drogosh is settling in. Their offensive line is gelling now because they're adjusting to that new blocking scheme. And that's going to be a dangerous team going forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see where they take it because, you know, you, you, you saw, Jeremy, they were dangerous as the year went on. They really were. That was a team that kind of picked up some of their danger, and, and it was uh, pretty stinking cool. New Lothrop all over Detroit Loyola here today. Only the Bulldogs' second loss. New Lothrop undefeated at 8-0 with a couple less games in hand. They beat the Bulldogs 47-7 to overall. One of our friends, Chad Bush, called that game as well. And he said, hey, look, I think this Loyola team is going to be very good this time next year because they'll be adjusted to the system. All things considered, they did a very good job this year. No, and, and you know what? Again, I, I think Jeremy, you know, it, at some point in time when you've been in the system for a while, we have to stop talking about them being new to the system. You know, it, it's almost like young players. Well, you're only a young player for a little while. You know, later in the season, you're not a young player anymore. You sure. went out there and you got the reps and everything. And I think that's uh, what's going on with them right now. Have our keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame show. But for now, we're going to send it to the offices in East Lansing with This Week in High School Sports. This week in high school sports takes a look at the return of fall tournaments, how officials are selected for football playoffs, and one shining example of sportsmanship. I'm John Ross, and welcome back to This Week in High School Sports. It's been just about two months since our last update, and while not much has changed on the field, a lot has changed off of it. Thanks to a COVID-19 rapid test pilot program with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, fall sports have resumed picking up where we left off in mid-November. Being able to complete fall sports has really been our number one goal since August and especially since November. We wanted these kids and teams and really the entire communities to be able to finish their season and get the closure that they so very much deserve. That was MHSAA Executive Director Mark Ewell. Every player on every team left participating in the fall tournament must take three COVID-19 rapid tests each week in order to finish fall tournaments as safely as possible. Obviously, safety is the number one priority. We want to play, but we have to do it safely. The rapid testing protocol and program has allowed us to do that. 11-player football will play the semifinals on January 16th and finish with the finals in eight divisions on January 22nd and 23rd at Ford Field. The finals for eight-player football will be played on January 16th Volleyball will be playing their quarterfinal round on Tuesday, January 12th at neutral sites. 
and then semifinals and finals on January 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek. Diving finals are on January 15th, the swim finals the next day on the 16th, and those will be at Hudsonville, Grand Rapids Northview, and Lake Orion High Schools. As always, check out MHSAA.com for the latest game times and news. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Today we're going to talk about how officials are selected for the MHSAA football playoffs. Just as the best teams advance in the tournament week after week, the best officiating crews advance in the tournament in much the same way. For a crew to be eligible for an assignment, many requirements have to be met prior to the season. Submission of their season schedule making sure that the crew has completed the annual rules meeting, as well as a football rules test. Much weight is given to ratings. Each crew is rated by schools following each game, as well as observation reports where officiating experts go out and either watch crews work live or on video in making sure that the best crews advance throughout the tournament. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. Shaw her down and it was just kind of instinct to go right up to her and pick her up. Maggie Duba, a junior runner for Grand Rapids West Catholic, was trying to finish strong at the Lower Peninsula Division II Girls Cross Country Finals in early November. She was on the home stretch when she saw Remus Chippewa Hills Jr. Sarah Story had fallen and was struggling to get up. After that, it was like struggle I guess like I was trying to see if I could crawl or something and I was just kind of stuck a little bit before Maggie got to me. Just 20 yards from the finish line Maggie stopped to help Sarah to her feet encouraging her to finish the race. Kept walking her a little bit once she was up and got her running and then when she was running a little bit I slowly kind of let go so she could finish on her own and I ran to the finish um, a little bit ahead of her. Maggie's incredible act of sportsmanship may have hurt her time, but it allowed a fellow competitor to also cross the finish line. You can read more about Maggie and Sarah's story on the second half page of the MHSAA website. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hugh Hewitt sees plenty of Trump derangement syndrome. TDS has taken so many people. 
Trump derangement syndrome has just infected so many people, especially in the media, they cannot separate a phone call pleading for a recount, imploring the Secretary of State to do something for a criminal act. It's not. It's being taped. It's just silly. It's like the Ukraine phone call. Just damn silly. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot. FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Sean Belegian. Welcome back, everyone, to Legacy Center in Brighton. Everest Collegiate marches onto their field. It's a good contingent here today, all socially distanced and in mass. It's a packed house because this is not a huge place for fans, but uh, everybody happy to be indoors at 6.30 in the middle of January. Yeah, no doubt about it. Especially, you know, Jeremy, as the sun goes down, I don't care how nice of a day it was, it gets cold in Michigan. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Sure does. Jeremy out alongside Sean Belisian to bring you the call here today as we prepare for Everest Collegiate in Petersburg. Summerfield here today. Time to look, take a look at our keys to the game brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending. Mitten Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think? Uh, Jeremy, I'm going to use the old KISS theory. Keep it simple, silly. Um, this is new. This is going to be an adjustment. But at the end of the day, and I'm sure that both coaching staffs are stressing this, this is a game you've played your entire lifetime. It's football. It doesn't matter if it's indoors. It doesn't matter that there are, are giant fans, you know, about 100 <laughs> feet above the field. You're indoors. Uh, so I think to me, Jeremy, that's the biggest thing. Emotions are going to be huge today. I mean, they just are. Uh, these guys, hey, look, if, if people like you and I were wondering if they were going to come back, you have to wonder what's going through their mind. So, Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. So keep those emotions in check. You know, use it to fuel you, but don't be a superhero out on the field today. So, I mean, to me, Jeremy, two really simple things today. Dumb it down. You're playing football. Do what you do. Gio Master Mateo leads the sideline on the other side. He's a three-year starter, the senior here for Everest Collegiate. Not the biggest, but uh, his coach says, hey, look, I think once college coaches see his speed and his footwork, they're going to like what they see. Well, we've seen him before, and we like what we saw. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that, and I think... Most importantly, Jeremy, I think people like seeing those wins. You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing and an opportunity to, to, you know, further that legend, if you will, here tonight. Devin Albain on the other side for Summerfield, really working at his craft over the offseason. You talked to their head coach, Alex Lipka, who's a Catholic League graduate. He went to Cabrini and played there for four years on the varsity team. He said, look, he was trying to throw the home run ball every play last year this year he's more of a game manager but not in a a negative way he's got 1800 yards and 20 touchdowns on the year 
taking the two or three yard gains when he needs to, and no, that's important. No, that's it. Take what the defense gives you. And and I think at the end of the day, Jeremy, when when you put up twenty touchdowns in a year like this, that kind of tells you the growth that he's made as a player. Take a peek at some other scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard outside of the Catholic League. Oak Park, we talked about it earlier with a thirty to twenty three victory over Churchill in Livonia. Oak Park again one and five after the regular season, got some pieces back, beat a very good Rose Point South team, beat UD, beat Wyandotte Roosevelt, now beating Churchill. And, I mean, they're checking all the boxes, quality wins, wins, you know, when they're down in games. It's a team to look for for a state title. Well, you just don't go into L-Town and expect to get uh, the W, but that's exactly what they did. Props to them. It's about playing right at the right time, and uh, certainly that's what they're doing right now. River Rouge with a 33-30 win over Detroit King and Cast Tech with a 43-16 loss to Belleville. Those scores via your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. If you have some holiday bills piling up or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open up your account and start your loan application online in just minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs as well. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started easily today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Kickoff is next between the Bulldogs and the Mountaineers right here in your Game of the Week on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hi, Warrior fans. This is Kevin Breckmacher. Join me all season long here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, as I bring you Warrior Basketball, led by senior Kareem Murray and junior Darian Owens-White. The Warriors look to get back to the top of the GLIAC. Again, all season long right here on WDTK, The Patriot, the Wayne State Warrior Basketball Radio Network. Wayne State University Athletics. Go Warriors! Listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 at AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. There's more CHSL football action next. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Hugh Hewitt sees plenty of Trump derangement syndrome. TDS has taken so many people. Trump derangement syndrome has just infected so many people, especially in the media. They cannot separate a phone call pleading for a recount, imploring the Secretary of State to do something for a criminal act. It's not. It's being taped. It's just silly. It's like the Ukraine phone call. Just damn silly. The Hugh Hewitt Show. 
Weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Jeremy Otto and Sean Belisian back with you here from the Mint Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. Legacy Center in Brighton, Michigan. It's Everest Collegiate and Petersburg Summerfield ready to do battle here today. What do you think the temperature is in here? 70. <laughs> I mean, it's warm. It's it's not like sauna-like, but it's, it's warm. It feels all right in here, right? Sure does. The goalposts are suspended on the wall on each side. There's big helicopter-like fans <laughs> on the left above the left goalpost, the right goalpost, and right in the middle as we look at it. I hope the ball doesn't hit that because I don't want to see what happens if that comes down. And the ceiling isn't all too high. The hang time is going to have to be low here today. You know, that you bring up a great point. I mean, let's say somebody hits a punt up there. Yeah. If that, if that mm. thing hits in the right direction, it's almost like a foul ball up here. You yeah. and I are going to be diving under the table, sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm My goodness. Throw you in front of me. <laughs> Who's kidding who? I'm the biggest coward there is. Everest Collegiate is going to kick off. This is a full regulation field, if you're wondering. I mean, they've played full football games here before. Play a lot of seven-on-sevens, and that's not complete padded football, obviously. And a lot of people let you know that. But at the same time, it's a good facility for what they need here today. Guy, you'll see it. Quarterback Giovanni Mastromateo is going to kick this off. Two men back deep for Summerfield. It's Ayats and Thompson, two of their younger, better athletes coming into today. Kickoff reigns left to right. It's going to sputter at around the eight-yard line and be returnable here for Summerfield. Scurrying in between the tacklers that time is Harris. Or check that is Ayats. He takes it out to the 25-yard line, and that is where the visitors will start things, Sean. Well, there's up, there's some size on this visiting roster. There, there really is. This, uh, this Summerfield uh, team in white, I'm taking a look at their offensive line. They got some biggins up there. They really do. Everest, list about 27 on the roster. Prunicki expected 24-25 to dress here today. Summerfield lists 30. We'll see if that... Reigns to be a factor as the game goes on. Out there in the shotgun to begin things here. It's a fake, and the QB going to keep it left side. That's Devin Albane as he scurries past the 25 and up to the 28-yard line for a gain of three. Well, you know what? It, it was interesting because you saw that push up front. I'm talking about those big boys up front. I want to see how much of a factor this is going to be because, Jeremy, you can look at numbers all you want, but until you see it on the field, um, there, there's there's a difference. There's a difference between some of those big boys on that offensive line. Summerfield in their white and black uniforms here today. Everest in the all-black with the light yellow numbers. Albane in the gun trips to his right. They're in a triangle formation there. One man front. It's cross. He gets in, and he's going to sack him. Big time loss back to the 15-yard line. Cross out of a cannon with a huge sack. You know what I love what they're doing, uh, Jeremy Everest, is they're bringing the pressure from the edges because uh, that line, as I mentioned, is so big. Jacob Pratty, the center, I'm taking a look at this guy. That is a behemoth. He's six foot 285. So what they did is they brought the pressure on the outside. They, what, why are we going to run into a wall? Let's come outside. And that's where they got the quarterback. 
third and long, caught about 17 yards. It's tough to tell because these individual yard markers don't exist here on this field. Just the ones by the tens as you go right to left. Trips again to the right, one man to the near side. Albain takes a high snap, even with the face mask. One man front again. They nearly sacked him. He gets out of it, still scrambling, and Cross makes the tackle as he cannot even get back to the original line of scrimmage. But the man that brought the original pressure was a man that came into the game with six and a half TFLs, Dominic Engel. It's fourth and about 20. You know what? I, I, In my opinion, Jeremy, it looked to me like they were trying to set up a screen on that play, but there was one problem. The safety stayed home. And, and so... You know, as as the back came out of the backfield, the safety standing there, and that kind of flushed the quarterback and caused him to do something he did not want to do. Summerfield forced to punt it away. A lone man back deep at the 45-yard line in his own territory here for Everest. He's creeping up, and he's not going to feel this football as he sees that roll and roll and roll to the 40, past the 45, and all the way back to midfield. That was Johnny Nedwick, the lone man, back deep and they'll start right at the midfield stripe to begin this game moving left to right well this is exactly what you want you got a big defensive stand you start with great field position a team that's already got to be feeling pretty confident about themselves now has a short field jeremy so here comes the senior the three-year starter number four giovanni master mateo has played in big games ever since his sophomore year Backed up a guy who played Division I football his freshman year on varsity. Starts in the pistol with two wideouts to his right. They send Nimi in motion. They'll do that a lot here today. Hand off to the lone back, Jack Lisseski. He's a good one as he curls past the 50 all the way up to the 45-yard line for a gain of five. Well, you got to love the way that kid runs because he just kept running through would-be tacklers. That you know, is normally a two, maybe three-yard run, but he just kind of ran through a couple would-be tackles. Everest switching what they want to do here. Two wide receivers aside, two bunched up to the right of the line. They might just block here for Lisowski and company. Shotgun snap taken by Master Mateo. Leans into a throw. Has a wide-open man left side. It's complete. Nedwick at the 20-yard line, still on his feet. All the way down to around the 18 is where they mark them out of bounds. Boy, it's going to be even tougher to see when they're out of bounds or inbounds on the far side. But nonetheless, a big-time pickup for the Mountaineers. You know what blew that play open for this squad? The running back picking up the blitz. He doesn't pick up that blitz. That's a loss back into their own territory. Clipped them just enough. Opened up space on the far side, Everest in business. Both teams have touched the football. Everest trying to make the most of their first touch here. We're tied at zeros thus far. We'll send a man in motion to the right side. That's Joey Thibodeau, their best wide receiver. Trips there. Lisewski, the lone back, taking the pistol snap is Master Mateo, and a pre-snap penalty flag will rain down our first of the day. You know, the one thing that I will say, Jeremy, and, and you're doing a heck of a job calling it, but I have to ask you anyway, the sight lines here. I'm having some difficulty with the depth perception. Would you agree? No, for sure. Okay. And it's tough even when... I thought when... maybe it was just I'm old and all <laughs> no, that. I mean, no, I mean, even the 10-yard the yard, yard markers are, aren't the best to see. I wish they were in that yellow that uh, <laughs> the soccer lines are in here. Good call there. And there's no individual one, two, three, four-yard markers... And you're dealing with a bunch of other markers. I mean, there's soccer out there. There's field hockey. I believe there's girls lacrosse. So it's all out there right now. 
8.48 left to go in a scoreless first quarter. Everest driving. It's a first and five off the penalty. And getting a shovel pass to the right is Johnny Nedwick. He barrels his way to around the five-yard line. Well, let's check this flag in the backfield. Probably a hold you got it. against the Mountaineers. Yeah, this one will definitely be coming back. And that's something I was intrigued to see in this game and any other games around the state. Not even holding, but the pre-snap penalties. Yeah, it's... Listen, I don't care what anybody says. You 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 can practice all you want. Uh, you know, when you haven't been on the football field, as long as these guys haven't been on the football field, why do you think there's a reason so many people say the beginning of the season so sloppy? These guys are going to be sloppy. It's the way it is. Football marked back to the 27-yard line here in the near hash. First and 20 to go here with 8.32 left to go in to score this first quarter. Master Mateo in the shotgun trips to his left side. He sends Thibodeau in motion to the far left in front of the Everest bench over there. Has the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff to Liseski. Wants to tuck and run, maybe option pitch, and he's going to run it himself to the left, scurrying to the outside and able to get back to the original line of scrimmage nearly for a pickup of seven or so. Sorry for jumping on you, but he made this little juke move. I mean, it looked like one of those big DL had him in his sights, and he made this little juke move that would have embarrassed Michael Jackson. I it's mean, I, right? <laughs> <laughs> Second down and 12. This Everest team trying to make up for the penalty here. Scrimmaging just outside the 20-yard line. Looks to throw on a shotgun snap there again. It's incomplete through the hands of a diving Jimmy Nimi, covered well by Devin Albane, a guy who will call out on the quarterback on the other side. It's third and 12. That throws on on point, though, and that's that's a big gainer. You know, he might, he might find himself in the end zone. It was just a step on the defensive back. But, you know, always there on the side of caution. The quarterback puts it in a spot where he knows only his wide receiver is going to get it crowd goes silent this is the kind of facility where the noise bounces off the walls when there's not a lot of noise yeah. so maybe we'll even <laughs> bounce off a couple times as <laughs> this building goes silent for a bit zero zero seven forty two left here in the first twins aside Master Mateo in the pistol here with Lesensky to his back. Nimi in motion. He looks that direction. It's complete to him at the 20-yard line. Slips a tackle. Looking for the pylon on the dive. Got it. Touchdown, Everest. A statement run along the right side after he made a nice catch with 7.33 left to play in the first six Nothing home squad. Well, that's exactly what you're looking for. You take advantage of your defense setting you up at the 50-yard line. Uh, It wasn't easy. They had to go backwards after a penalty, but Jeremy, they punch it in. That's just an athlete getting the ball in the near flat and racing to that near pylon. Johnny Nedwick putting this Everest team up 6-0. Thibodeau trying to make it 7 with the extra point here. The holders, the quarterback, Geo Master Mateo here today. Long snap is in, the hold is down. The kick is booming as it barrels off a big stanchion in the middle of this building and boings back to the 10-yard line. It's a little different here today. Everest picking up right where they left off. The undefeated squad is up 7-0 with 7.33 to go in the first. Back with more after this on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Master Mateo and Nedwick hook up for a 20-yard connection along the right side and a short pass giving Everest Collegiate a 7-0 lead. They'll kick off for the second time here today to Summerfield. Another returnable ball to the 10-yard line. Taken out by number 10 here, Gonzalez, as he looks to turn the corner. And he's able to gain a couple more yards after he caught that football up to the 20-yard line. But that's it. Everest doing a good job early in all facets of the game. You know, I was just going to say that, Jeremy, and, you know, they're a step quicker right now. They're just a step quicker. They, They are. I think you've seen it on both sides of the ball, and they're on special teams as well. Summerfield, just one win in the regular season, running the gamut and beating some good teams in the playoffs. Cabrini, Detroit Southeastern, and Ottawa Lake Whiteford. Whiteford's always a team that's in conversation for a D7 or D8 title. Shotgun snap taken by Albane here. He looks to tuck it inside with an interior rush and taking that for a few yards is Jake LaRocca, their top halfback. Really like his tough-nosed mentality Comes up with 418 rushing yards on the year and gains three on first down. That was a tough nose run as well. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what they need. I think, you know, you grind it out a little bit here is what I would be doing to be sure. Summerfield moving right to left here in the first quarter with 6.54 to go. Faking the handoff to a pair of men there. And Roman Ayats ends up with that football, but he is brought down for a two-yard loss right at the original line of scrimmage. There, great pursuit by the Mountaineers to make it third and ten. Boy, Johnny Surin was just all over that. I mean, he tried to get to the edge, and 52 made himself wide. You know, he, he got wide, and, you know, again, the position you don't want to be in now, third and long. We'll call it third and 11. Backed up more towards your own end zone here at the 18-yard line. Albain takes the shotgun snap, cross again, rushing in. It's a dump pass to the far side. He's got it complete at the 40-yard line and still going. Chugs the pile up to the 44-yard line. And again, it's Ramon at this time much more successful as the junior shakes down the far sideline for a first down. Jeremy, that's what they wanted to do on their first drive. I, I, you know, the safety stayed home and, and was able to blow that play up. That time he got some blockers out in front of him. He made a little shimmy, got himself a good gainer. This football team needed that. Six minutes left to play in a 7-0 first quarter in favor of the home team here today. One for one on their first drive. Outside snap taken okay by Lelaine as he fades it up in the air and over the head of his intended target. Brandon Thompson covered well by the big dominant cross just putting that right hand and paw up at second and ten. Well, live to fight another day. Again, that, that's a smart play from the quarterback. He didn't force anything near side. He just tossed that ball up towards the sideline, side knowing full well that if anybody caught it, it was going to be his guy, but just too much on it. Devin Albane, 6'1", 180 pounds, the senior quarterback in his second year as a starter. 
Coming in with a 60% rating here today. 18 and 7 yards. 18.07 on the ground for him as they spin it to the outside and gaining a few up to the 43-yard line. This Bulldogs team brings up a quick third and eight. Yeah, you can't keep putting yourself in these positions. They they just converted on a third and 11. Jeremy, third and long isn't good for anybody with this clock running under 520 to go here. First quarter and Everest on top. Football's up to the 44-yard line, just shy of Everest territory here. 5-11 remaining in this first quarter. 7-0 Everest. Shotgun snap taken by Albane. Fades back. A man hits him as he throws. Unleashes a good one. It's picked off at the 25-yard line. Getting right in front of that like he was the intended target was Nate Beggs. You know what? That was 500. I, I think the quarterback hung that ball up there a little bit. The receiver had a step, Jeremy. But Nate Beggs just kind of jumped up and, and yelled 500 and came down with that ball. Hey, look at it this way. You know what? That's a punt. You know, you're third and long. It's a punt. You got them back uh, at their own 26-yard line. You know what I did realize with the binoculars help? There actually are yard markers, you know, individually. You just can't see them. They're light gray on this uh, bright green turf. It's not going to help, though. Unless are you you're serious? squinting. Yes, yeah, look at it. <laughs> See it at midfield there and beyond? Yeah, I, I guess you're right, yeah. 7-0 Everest. They have the football back. Pitch left side into the hands of Jimmy Nemi. He turns the corner, turns on the Jets at the 40-yard line, and just steps out of bounds. See where they marked that football. The referee down the middle of the field didn't give him a very friendly spot. And, yeah, and they are going to mark him five yards shy of the first down. He was jolting on the 45-yard line. They marked that football all the way back to around the 32. Second down and five. Everest getting this offensive train chugging again. 4.54 left on that winding clock. Pitch it to Lesesky. Pitch it right back to Master Mateo down the field. Another 500 ball is picked off at the 30-yard line by Summerfield. He's going to want that one back, and I'll tell you why, Jeremy. I'm sure you saw it. Johnny Nedwick was wide open at the 50-yard line. I mean, and when I say wide open, folks, I'm not exaggerating. Nobody was near him. And, like, when the ball was thrown, Nedwick even put his hands on top of his head as if to say, oh, boy, you know, because he makes that catch at the 50, and, and he might go. He has to beat the guys to the, the, the far pie line. But uh, 500 going both ways. You're right. <laughs> Ramon Ayat stepping in front of that football, who's already gotten a couple touches at the wide receiver position. 4.46 left in the first 7 nothing. Everest. Summerfield with the football from their own 30-yard line. Albain back out there, takes a shotgun snap, again faces pressure. One man and another one, and flags rain down. It's a big-time bear hug tackle by a man that stands 6'5", and Michael McGrath. Let's check... The penalty flag. I'm, I think he may have got a hand on the mask. Let's let's wait and see. It's pretty far away, but Jeremy, I think when he brought that big bear paw down, I think he may have got him on the mask. Those ominous arms, my goodness. Oh, is he long? <laughs> Reaching to oblivion on the far side there. He is, folks, number 10 is just, you know, the, the term is long. I don't even call it tall. He's just long. He's got the long legs, the long arms. Uh, he, he is a factor coming from the edge. 
Long discussion by the officials on this one. All three threw down flags who were in the area. It's a personal foul face mask against Everest. And, wow, there's two personal fouls. A face mask and a hit to the head. The hit to the head must have came after the face mask as the play was going over. So they declined the first personal foul, but it doesn't really matter. Is it tax on 15 yards all the way up to the 46-yard line on the far hash? Well, Summerfield needs a little something. Maybe they could take advantage of this and, and, and try to get something going now. 439 left to go at 7 nothing Everest, thanks to an early Siena Heights University score. Find out more at go.sienheights.edu. Summerfield moving right to left across your radio dial here in the first quarter. Albane in the shotgun here. He has Brandon Thompson, their talented, speedy wide receiver to his left. Albane just going to direct run it to his left. Chugs across the 45 to the 47-yard line. He's going to gain maybe a yard past the original line of scrimmage there. Well, interesting formation there because they had the three wideouts line up here, you know, kind of in that bunch formation. And then uh, instead of running towards the right wide receivers, he tried to cut it up the middle, and there was just no space there. Albain came into the game, 79 carries for 350 yards and seven touchdowns. All three playoff games have featured at least one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown for the 6-1 senior. Some extra discussion after that play. Are the officials calling their own little timeout? It seems like well, that. Well, there was a player from Everest uh, slow to get up and slowly made his way to the sideline. So I think they just wanted to make sure that he matriculated his way all the way over. Twins aside for Albain back in the gun again. Second down and nine with 3.47 left to go in a 7 nothing first quarter. Albain wants to roll right. They block McGrath first play. Now hit as he throws again. And boy, they nearly got that looping completion down the right side of the field. It's in and out of the hands at the 38-yard line. Uh, boy, it's hard to tell on these summer field numbers until they turn around, and they still haven't turned around. I believe it was Eiler over there. Nedwick with a good job on the coverage. It's third and nine. It's kind of the lighting in here, too. It's not yeah, completely fully bit, lit up. I'm, I'm with you. And you, you kind of got this gray background. It, uh, it, it is a unique, unique situation. Make no mistake about it. Neither one of us are complaining. Absolutely not. We got the jackets off. And we're seeing high school football in January. Here, here. <laughs> Shotgun snap is taken. They want to run it for the second time today in the hands of LaRocca. And like a rock, he crosses midfield to the 47 yard line. Still a good four or five yards, four or three yards shy of the first down there. Why does that kid run hard? My goodness. 5'10", 165. Don't tell him that. He uh, he runs hard. So fourth down and call it three as they mark it up to the 47 yard line in the near hash and they are going to punt. Huddling together like they might go for it but Drew Defoe is going to kick this to the left side of the field. Johnny Nedwick back deep for Everest at around the 18-yard line. Side-winding punt. Nedwick coming up here, catches it at the 23-yard line, and that is where the Mountaineers again will take it back. Up 7-0 in 
here today. Sean tells you a little bit more about Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Yeah, if you have some holiday bills piling up or you're just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarship and financial literacy programs. I'll finish in a moment after Jeremy calls this play. Master Mateo in the pistol, two wide receivers to his left, one to the near side. Has a snap now, wants to get it to Lasaski, runs through the tacklers at the 25-yard line and a solid pickup of three, Sean. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Second down and six for Average is 225 left to play here in this first quarter. Astro Mateo has the shotgun snap, hands it off again. Lisesky, big running room at the 30-yard line, falls over a defender at the 40, into Summerfield territory, and finally grabbed down just below the neck at the 38-yard line. Lisesky with the best run we've seen here today, and Everest in business again. It was almost as if Jeremy, he was looking for guys to hit after he, he rolled over three guys. Oh, here, I'm going to go this way so I can run into this guy. I know I got the sidelines, but I'm going to go run into this guy. No, all jokes aside, I mean, that is a fired-up run. You could hear the fans respond for it. Let's see if they can get a bump from it as well. Twins aside for Master Mateo. He has Lisesky back in the pistol again. Just a shifting pitch behind to Jimmy Nimi. He turns the corner. Great block out there to the 20-yard line, to the 10. Looking for the pylon. Dragged down at around the 2 or 3 on the far side. But a non-stop rushing attack after catching these pitches and these short passes as what's gotten Everest in perfect position for scores so far here today. You know, one of the wide receivers down there, Jeremy, is kind of having the same issue that we did. He put his hands up as if to say touchdown. It, I mean, there's a, there really is, it, folks, it's a depth perception thing. So if anything, if our bosses are listening, Jeremy deserves <laughs> more pay for calling the game here. Sounds good. Two wideouts right for Master Mateo is Liseski. Will shift from behind to his right to make it a shotgun here. Liseski does not get the football. It's a fake. It's a pitch right side and turning the corner is Dominic Cross. Touchdown, Mountaineers. You know, the quarterback paid the price there. And, and what I mean by that, Jeremy, for that play to work, he held on to the ball until the last second, knowing full well he was going to get destroyed, and then he pitched it off, and that gave all the space he needed on the far side. Or, excuse me, on the near side. Clock frozen and a buck 16. 13 nothing in favor of the home Mountaineers here today. Thibodeau trying to add to that as Master Mateo will hold this extra point. They like to start the line well to the left and then jog them over before taking the long snap. That's in progress now. The team in black and yellow here today. The upright suspends above the field Without a bar down, it's attached to the back wall, and again, that boings off that wall and a few yards in front. 14 nothing, Mountaineers, thanks to another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Your thoughts so far on a 14 nothing first quarter? Well, you can see why this team is, is unbeaten. You can see why 
Uh, you know, they were, you know, according to the experts, which that means nothing, but you could see why they, they were favored in this game. Jeremy, I'll reiterate what I said about 10 minutes ago. They're a, they're a step faster. They, they are. There's, there's no other way to say it. They're just a step faster. Well, it's funny because this is the biggest roster, I believe, in Everest history. I mean, it's a team and a school that hasn't been around that long. You go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years as a high school football team, it's a very small school, only about 150 kids, 27 of them playing football this year. But a lot of the seniors playing big roles, including Master Mateo, were playing big roles as freshmen, and they were dealing with 15 players on a roster. And they were still winning ball games. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it shows, you know, they're, they're, they're just sharper. There's no other way to say that. I think the scoreboard... Uh, portrays that so far being up uh, 14 to nothing. Their worst season was a 5-5 five and five pre-district loss to our Lady of the Lakes back in 15 as we have a fumble recovery on the kickoff here. It's an onside, I beg your pardon, as I was looking down, but Everest jumped on it just to the left of midfield as they'll take it on the 48-yard line, Sean. You know what, Jeremy? It looked like one of the big guys up front, it hit him, and he went to fall on the ball, but he didn't fall around the ball. He kind of reached out for the ball. And especially on the turf, that ball's going to bounce all over the place like a hot potato. Everest plays on a natural grass field. All their playoff games have been at Everest. So hasn't bounced in their negative direction quite yet, but something to look out for for a lot of these teams that haven't played indoors or on a turf synthetic field all year long. Two wideouts right, one to the far side for Master Mateo. He motions Nedwick out a little bit further to his right. He scored the first touchdown. Everest already up two scores with 1-11 to go in the first. Nedwick is the target. Heaves up in midair, catches the football at the 45-yard line, dragging two or three more Summerfield players to the 40-yard line and out of bounds, and a late flag comes... Is that going to be against Johnny, though, in Everest? Yeah, it, it is indeed, and you could tell his teammate, Nimi, tried to yank him aside, but the damage was already done. You know, a good uh, catch, a good run. He put his head down and, you know, got the yards needed for the first down, but then that extracurricular stuff after the play, no need to do it, Jeremy. Unsportsmanlike the call against Everest Collegiate here. Mike Brunicki. Onto the field by a couple yards to hear the explanation from the official, Pernicki, and his coaching staff talking with Master Mateo, the quarterback over there. Mike has coached his team in all the years they've been around, eight seasons as the Everest boss here. Two straight years in 17 18 with nine wins, last year, eight. And nine again this year. Nine and oh, even better than what we've seen. And they're looking for their first regional title, as is Summerfield. So similar aspirations in this game. Similar conditions for everybody coming off the 55-day pause. Everest takes the football back at the 45 of their own territory after the penalty. Keeping it on the ground. Straight up ahead run. They're going to gain to the nearly the other 45. But Drew Defoe, the linebacker, 
got wiped out on the play, but reached an arm out and, and was able to get him by the ankles. If not, he might still be running, Jeremy. Second down and a short two here. Two targets left, one to the near side. That's Jimmy Nemi. Master Mateo looks for the audible play call, and he's going to let the time wind down. Coach Brunicki says, my bad, I let that one go. But nonetheless, not many mistakes for Everest in that first quarter. They lead it 14-0 as we head to the second. After this, on your Game of the Week on the Patriots, stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hey everyone, Matt Corbeth here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Jeremy Otto and Sean Belisian back with you here from the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth. 14-0 is the score in favor of Everest Collegiate as we head to the second quarter. Just a good display on all sides of the football, huh? Yeah, they really are. You know, Jeremy, they're, they're you know, getting it done in every way, shape, or form. Playmakers on both sides of the ball, but I, I really like this offense. There's so many different things they can do to you. Uh, this offense. You've seen it on the ground. You've seen it on the air. You've seen it with a little trickeration. Trips to the left for Master Mateo. He's in the pistol again with Lisesky behind him. He's had some really good runs here today. On time. Gets the football up the middle. Gains about three more than he had. Two up to the 41-yard line for a first down of Summerfield territory. And this machine of an offense, I guess that's all you can call it here today, is moving again. Well, you know what? Again, I think it starts in the trenches. I, I think what they're doing up front, their offensive line, I mean, they're, they're just doing work up there, Jeremy. 11.40 to play in this fresh second quarter, 14-0 home squad. Astro Mateo takes a shotgun snap, feeds one in midair, short to Thibodeau, and a great flattening tackle that time by Gavin Feets, a guy they like who's made 23 of them on the year for a gain of three in the end for Thibodeau, second and seven. Played in that soft coverage, but not so soft that it gave the receiver uh, an opportunity to make some yak. He was there quick, fast, in a hurry. Everest moving right to left here in the second quarter. Twins to the left, one to the far side for Master Mateo. Dries his hands on a towel behind him. Takes a shotgun snap, fades far side. Ooh, that was dangerous as Albane, the quarterback on the other side, looked closer than the intended target, Jimmy Nemi, fading towards the right pylon. It's incomplete and third and seven. I don't think he saw him playing safety out there. I think he just thought he had his man one-on-one. 
and then that safety kind of came over, Jeremy, and nearly picked that pass off. Twins aside for Master Mateo. He shifts back to the gun now. Leseski to his right hip. Arms extended, takes the shotgun snap, fades right, another pre-snap penalty. It's the false starts against the Mountaineers, and this is going to make it a third and less manageable now. Well, and this is what Summerfield needed. They, they needed something like this to start this second quarter. You know, they got uh, a three-yard uh, stop. Then they got a big stop on uh, second down, nearly picked it off, and now forced them into a third and long situation. 14-0 Everest, 10-54 remaining here in the first half. Jimmy Nemi, Johnny Nedwick. Making the difference in the score, but Master Mateo has done a really good job leading this team down the field. After the penalty, the football is back to the Summerfield 43-yard line on the near hash. Two targets left, one to the far side. Nimi is the extreme left right in front of us. Master Mateo takes the shotgun snap, fades back about 20 yards, even further now as pressure comes. That's nearly picked off at midfield and incomplete. He was looking for the big fella, McGrath, but diving in, was that uh, Hewitt there? LaRocca. LaRocca. Yeah, nearly picked it off. That would have been massive. Not sure he would have been able to get up and run just based off how he was hunched down, but nonetheless, for sure. I mean, right at midfield... Give yourself a, a fighting chance offensively. You know, Jeremy, instead, you know, this is an opportunity for uh, Everest to pin them back deep. Thibodeau to punt. Ayat back at the 10-yard line here. Thibodeau stalling, moving right, right, right. That comes pretty close to the ceiling. Takes a high bounce, and now Ayat wants to return. It's not going to be for much, though, as he's flattened at the 10-yard line after moving just a couple short steps to his right. And again, Summerfield trying to get things going offensively. Down 14-0 with 10.36 to go. We'll be backed up towards their own end zone again. Yeah, I, I think around the 10-yard line. I, th- I think that's where they're spotting it. You know, again, Jeremy, just to remind all our listeners here today, there are lines and circles <laughs> all over the field. It kind of looks like, uh, you know, when my kids were little and they yeah. would draw things and go, look, Daddy, it's you. On the walls sometimes? Yeah, well, all over the place. <laughs> Look, Daddy, I drew you. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a bunch of lines and circles. First down and 10 from the 10-yard line here. Albane starts under center for the first time here oh. today. Pitch to LaRocca, but he is absolutely rocked back himself. Great push to the near sideline by the Mountaineers. Two men in. I believe it was Nimi, the first man in. Engel was there to help him out as well. Two real solid players on both sides of the football it's a loss of one second and 11. And how about the respect from Angle? I mean, they hit like, you know, two Mack trucks. He helps them up, and then they pat each other on the head. You like to see that. 10-04 left to play here in the second quarter, 14-0. They inch them back again towards their own end zone from around the nine-yard line in the near hash, moving left to right here in the second quarter on offense. Albane wants to keep it up the middle. Maybe a mistake is, again, the Everest front five there to shove them backwards very quickly. Bochamp, Angle, two men in the trenches that time. No gain, third and 11. Well, this is not the spot that this offense wants to be in. You know, they're in the shadow of their own end zone. 
They're down a couple of touchdowns. They're, they're already offensively challenged, Jeremy. There's no other way to say it. Now they find themselves in a third and, yeah, we'll call it 11. Albain shifts back to a passing formation. You have to hear. Backs on either side of him. In the gun, two wide receivers to his right one to the far side. Takes a gun snap, fades back, airs out a ball deep to the 40-yard line. Has a man down there, but he outthrew him by about five yards. Diving, looking for that was Gavin Feets, but toe-to-toe with him as well was Jimmy Nemi. Great coverage out there. Nemi, Nathan Beggs, both out there doing a great job. You know, Jeremy, this is where you ask yourself, okay? You know, they're, they're pinned in deep. You already converted on a uh, uh, um, an onside kick. Do you go after the punt here? You send them. You send them. Uh, uh, you know me. <laughs> I send them all the time. Nine minutes left to play here in the second. Already 14 nothing Everest. They do send a man back inside Summerfield territory at the 45. They did send one. Somehow he got a pretty good punt off and Having to back up as the returner is Nedwick, having trouble holding out of the football. And a good job by the Gunners as well to get upfield quickly after the fact. It's Jake Wadsworth who makes the big-time special teams tackle. They're going to mark him in the 44-yard line, but that's not what you want to do in any direction is give this Everest team a short field. That's a good play by Nedwick. That's probably a plus 10, plus 15, I'm guesstimating, uh, there. Ball bounce, and he took it off the bounce and just kind of dove forward. He lets the ball go. It's probably bouncing back to about the, you know, I, I'd say the 45-40 yard line. So, that, as I said, that's a plus 10-15 advantage due to a smart heads-up play by Nedway. 8.49 left to play in the first half. Everest spreads it out again. Two wide receivers to the right of Master Mateo. Has the snap. Fades out right. Saw some pressure. Sees some more. Dumps out a great pass to the 40-yard line. They're going to get a first down. Going low and trekking his way along the right side of the field is Johnny Nedwick again as he scampers to the 31-yard line. Well, I think once the quarterback kind of scrambled out of the trouble, Jeremy, I think everybody thought that he was going to run except for him. And so he was (laughs) able to deliver for the first down. From the far hash now, Nedwick in the slot left, Nimi wide left in front of the Summerfield bench right in front of us as well. On the ground, Liseski breaks an arm tackle, lost the football. It's picked up by Summerfield at the 22-yard line. Look what I found, says Roman Ayat. It just looked to me, Jeremy, I'm not sure if anybody hit him. It's almost as if he was shifting the ball. And the ball just kind of squirted loose. And uh, that's that's a big mistake for Everest because, uh, Jeremy, in my mind, they're on their way to really, you know, putting a huge dent. And now new life for Somerville. Let's see if they can uh, take advantage of it. Is that the turf monster? That turf monster leads the world in tackles. <laughs> Two wideouts right, one to the far side for Albain. Cross, the lone man coming in along with McGrath on pressure. Airs out a deep ball. It's picked off. Picked off by Thibodeau. He's down right away at the 40-yard line. And, boy, it's a turnover fest throughout this game so far. I get it. That's what they call quick change. I get it. You're trying to get some lightning. You're trying to light a spark and everything. But that's the worst thing that can happen. At least throw the ball away. There were four men in the general direction, and it looked like Thibodeau was the intended receiver. Yeah. 
First and ten. Actually going to mark the football back to the 38-yard line on the near hash here for Everest. 8.07 to go. A mere seconds ticked off between both of these teams possessing the football. Twins aside for Master Mateo has Leseski to his right hip. Fakes the handoff. He's going to take it up the middle. A jolt of speed by Master Mateo up to the 40 and the 41-yard line. And we talked about it pregame, how his head coach complimented his foot speed. You saw it right there. Jeremy, he is absolutely fearless as well because you, you brought this up. He is not a big guy in any way, shape, or form. Um, he's not big in height. He's not big in weight. But he takes off like a bull in a china shop. You ever seen a bull in the china shop? I haven't. It causes incredible damage. Have, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 7.34. This one night back in college, I'll finish that story after the game. All right, all right. <laughs> 7.27 left to play in this first half. 14-0. Everest Collegiate in this one. Man in motion to the right. It's Johnny Nedwick. Master Mateo takes the shotgun snap looking for Nedwick right at the sticks there. It's incomplete. Right on his target there was Brandon Thompson, the 5'10 sophomore safety. They like what that athlete brings on both sides of the football. Third and seven. Everest hasn't been faced with a lot of these situations. No, they haven't. Getting the play in, coming out here right now. Beautiful facility, I might add, out here in Brighton. I've been out to Brighton many times. Yeah. I've never been to this facility. I don't know if you have, but a beautiful facility. One other time, I think, yeah. A couple bubbles. They have basketball courts as well. Some other outdoor fields, which I wasn't able to explore behind the venues, but they got it going here. Third down and seven. Master Mateo takes the low snap. Knee high, fades right, and ooh, in out of the hands of Thibodeau trying to stretch out that long left hand. He had Gavin Feets, the senior, on him, and that brings up the first fourth down in a while here for Everest. They'll punt it away. I, I, Jer- Jeremy, I think he rushed that throw a little bit. I think he had time to set his feet. The wide receiver was open around the 40-yard line. And, and he just you know, wanted to make that pretty throw on the run, and he just put too much sauce on it. So Thibodeau into punt it away. It's Ramon Ayats back to receive it. He's the lone man back there. Good blocking by the Everest line. <laughs> it's a line drive punt that stifles down right into the lap of Ayats at the 31-yard line. He's like, he looks left, looks right. What hit me? <laughs> you know, it, you know what? It, it's almost like when you watch one of those Revolutionary War movies and somebody fires a cannonball. He caught a cannonball, and if he doesn't catch the cannonball, the cannonball is going to roll inside the twenty, inside the ten. So that's a smart job catching the cannonball. Seven it didn't work that way in the Patriot, though. Did you ever no. watch that movie? No, it didn't work mm-hmm. that way. That's one of your favorites, isn't oh, it? Oh, I love the Patriot. Seven oh four. Left to play in the second. It's 14-0 Everest. Summerfield trying to do something offensively. Empty set for Albane. Looks to hand it off to LaRocca through the thickets there. Some pushing and shoving after the play. Gained about a yard up to the 34-yard line. I'd find a way to get the ball into that kid's hands. You know, I mean, right now, Jeremy, you know, you're down by two touchdowns. You need a little spark right now. This kid runs so hard. I'd, I'd find a way to get the ball into his hands. Called it nearly a pickup of two. Second and eight. Butting right up to around the 
35-yard line here. Huddling up 10 yards apart from the line of scrimmage. It's a four-man front here for Everest. One lone deep man back 10 yards or 15 yards from the play at the 47-yard line. That's Nedwick. Shotgun snap is taken. Looks down the middle of the field. Airs it out again to the far side. Look out. This ball has been picked off more often than not here today. Through the hands of his intended target, Gavin Feets. But again, step for step with him is Nate Beggs. Beggs, Nimi, Nedwick have all done a great job in the secondary here today for Everest. Well, Jeremy, I mean, more often than not, they look like the intended receiver. You know, the wide receiver that time had to play the guy of, of, of trying to disrupt that. So again, it's a quick third down. Seems like Summerfield has dealt with this all night long. Third down and eight, third down and six. It's a third and eight here. They scrimmage from their own 34-yard line down the middle of the hash marks. Two wideouts to the right. Albain has a high snap, even with the top of the helmet. Feeds a screen pass to Eiler, trying to work the outside. Eiler lunging forward. He finds finds the 41-yard line. Ultra close to a first down, but it's still going to be about a full yard shy from that spot, at least. Now it's a fourth and one in your own territory. Boy, your decision time here. You you know right now, Jeremy, you, you might be lucky to only be down a couple touchdowns right now. I think I'd go for it. It looks like they are. Two wideouts right, one to the far side. Albain under center. He wants to keep it for himself. He had timeout. first down yardage, timeout. but yes, the timeout was burned before. 5.30 left to play in the first half. It's 14-0 Everest. We'll have a fourth and one for Summerfield when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on the Patriot. Jeremy and Sean back with you here. 5.30 remaining in the second quarter. 14 to nothing is the lead for Everest Collegiate. Welcome you back to the Mint Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. Alex Westfall is our fine on-site engineer here today. Brian Bolesky back in our WDTK studios as well. Do you know where Alex is from? Livonia. Yeah. <laughs> You're L-Town. Yeah. There's a lot of L's around yes. here right now. Put them up. Fourth down and one for Summerfield. 5.30 left to go in a 14-0 first half. Albain under center. He rushed it before the timeout. He's going to jump and throw. It's incomplete. Intended on the right side for Ethan Eiler. So playing that back, they had it on their own 40-yard line. Hopping up was Albain looking to throw it just over the top. To Ethan Eiler along the right side. Had a good positioning for it, all things considered. They just couldn't execute the play as Everest 
takes it back. I don't. I don't mind the call. I mean, I, honestly, if you hit that, he he might be running right now. It was a nice play by Nedwick to get in and just cause a little trouble there. But you're down fourteen nothing. Look, Jeremy, just not a lot is going your way right now. I don't. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Everest, and again with a short field, couldn't capitalize last time. Fumbled the football inside the 20-yard line. Liseski hops over a tackle on the run at the 35-yard line. Still on his feet past the 30. Trucking to the far side of the 20 and an 18-yard line. What a run by Liseski. His second nearly perfect one. Just couldn't find the pylon. Yeah, he really made some guys miss. I mean, it was interesting, Jeremy, as he took off down the field. The bodies that were laying in wake, I mean, he did a good job of just swiveling those hips out there, and they're in business again, this Everest squad. Offense has been very efficient. They have turned it over a few times here today. Both of these teams have one back to the other a couple times early on in this game. Two wideouts right, one to the far side. Again, Master Mateo in the pistol. Takes a snap. Option pitch to the backfield. Leseski is flattened, and this play is going absolutely nowhere. Blowing it up at the 31-yard line are a couple Bulldogs. You see who the principal man was there? Yeah, Master Mateo got blown up. I mean, that's really where it started, and that ball uh, flew backwards. And, you know, that's one of those times maybe you come pick that up and you you just pretend like you're throwing it down the field or something like that because that is a loss, Jeremy, all the way back to what, the about the 37-yard line? Yep. Line of scrimmage inside the 20. Master Mateo trotting back to the sideline to get the play call. And they were going no huddle at times in the first quarter just to establish that tempo. Content to kill a little bit more time off the clock here. Already with a 14-0 lead. 3.47 left to play in the second half. Spreading out left side in motion is Nimi. They want Nedwick deep down the field. It's picked off again. you got to be kidding me. Wrestling his way in front of Nedwick here on the near side is Alex Gonzalez. The 6'3", 165-pound senior safety makes the play of the year to strip it back. That's a heck of a play. I mean, he, he went up there and just said, mine. And, you know, hey, Jeremy... For as well as Everest has played, and, and, and folks, I'm here to tell you, it, it's been pretty one-sided. There's still only two scores up. I mean, that's that's the strange thing about this game right now. The problem is they're getting the football right around here almost every time. Yeah. Inside the 10-yard line, backed up against their own end zone again here. First down and 10. Albain looks to throw, and by him, so face, it's picked off by Everest. Looking to hit the pylon here on the near side is John Saran, and Saran has wrestled down. Call it to three. Boy, these numbers and hash marks are tough to tell on this field. The late flag comes in well Can't after that play it. was over. Can't do it. I understand that you're a frustrated young man and you want to get in the end zone. You can't spike the ball afterwards. Jeremy kind of walked away. He was a mm. little gimpy. And in frustration, he slammed the football down. Young man, you can't do that. We've already seen an unsportsmanlike call against Everest, and we're likely to see another here. Clock frozen at 329. Everest Kalicha with a 14-0 lead as they pick the ball back. And again, the official 
Outstretches his arms for the unsportsmanlike call there. That's two possessions this quarter where we saw turnovers on back-to-back plays. Mm. Not very often you're going to see that, pal. Has it happened three times in this game overall? I'm going to have to go back and look. First and 10 from the 20 here on the near hash. 329 left to play in a wild battling of possessions. (laughs) Second quarter. (laughs) Not battle the points. Left to right motion for Johnny Nedwick, and another pre-snap penalty is likely a false start. You bet against Everest. You got it. Mm. Well, this is more of the week one-ish type feel, isn't it? Absolutely it is. Yeah, no no doubt about that. And, you know, I mean, right now, if if you're Everest, you have to be sitting there on the other side, Coach P sitting there saying, guys, we're, we're this close to maybe breaking this game open. I mean, Jeremy, they've really shot themselves in the foot with a couple of penalties and, you know, a, a couple of silly plays and everything. Um, this, this should be greater than 14 nothing right now. Do you think they got too comfortable? It's a good question. It's a good question. Because if you're going to make these kind of mistakes, you think you do it on your first couple possessions. But those possessions, as we talked about, were like well-oiled machines yeah. early on in this game. Match for Mateo in the pistol. Leseski to his back. Hands it off to him. Slithers down the middle. Breaking tackles. That's just what he does, at least here today. Jolts his way forward to the 20-yard line. Back to the original line of scrimmage. It's second and 10. Well, if this continues this way, this clock might just run out before they get to the end zone. Yeah. There's still 3.07 left, but. It is very eerie. I know you brought this up earlier, but i got to say it again. It's almost like after every play, it gets very silent. Again. Yeah. Like they're shooting a free throw out there. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's strange because this is such a big area. I think it takes a little while for that noise to reverberate. Trips left, one to the far side. Master Mateo shifts back to the shotgun here. Leseski to his right, option pitch to him. Leseski with a great stiff arm, still on his feet, got a first down, plus two more inside the 10-yard line. And again, putting this Everest team in perfect position to try to take a three-score lead into halftime. That's a smart player. Even though he's stumbling, he knows exactly where he has to get to. And then he uses that big frame, falls forward. As you said, gets the first down plus a couple more. Pratty and Sheldon's bolting in and subbing in here for Summerfield. This defense has been on the field a lot here today. But that doesn't really matter. I mean, both of these teams are going to play a lot of guys no both question. ways. No question. So that isn't as much of a factor. These guys are used to it. Mentally, I guess it can worry you. First and 10 from the 10. Leseski has it on the first play, bulldozing his way into the left side of the end zone. He just wouldn't go down again. We've said that a good four or five times here today, and boy, did he earn that touchdown. Big lead for Everest as we approach halftime. Just a buck, 59 left in it, 20, nothing. Got hit at about the two, but, you know, I said this on the previous play. He's got this long frame. He just fell forward, found the end zone. Everybody had to wait for a second because they were like, is, is this where the end zone is? Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. The line starts to the left as they normally do. Jolt to the right before Thibodeau gets ready to kick this one. This one angling a little bit 
more than his other ones have, but still tucks his way through along that right upright. A buck 59 to go in the half. 21-0 Everest. More when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Everest Collegiate and Jack Liseski in the driver's seat of this football game right now. 21-0, but it feels more like 35-0, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it it does. You know, both sides of the field. It just, uh, Summerfield just can't take advantage of anything given to them. Looking to do so on the kickoff here. Turning the corner is Thompson, the super athlete, as he crosses the 30 up to the 35 to the 37 yard line. Thompson not big, 5'10", 150, but they like his speed. He had Division One track offers as a freshman. Yeah, only a sophomore, and you could see that speed there, and a uh, nice job to evade a couple of would-be tacklers and run for an additional few yards after uh, first contact. Now, Summerfield's got to do something before the half. This is the best field position we've seen in a long time. They've started a lot of drives inside the 10, right at the 10 on the 11. But here, farmed out to the 35-yard line, still in their own territory. Moving left to right. Here in the second quarter, down 21-0. little reverse action here. Feets keeps it on the ground, looking to turn the corner. But Everest rips him down, way behind the line of scrimmage. Dominic Cross says, absolutely not. The senior linebacker has played a solid gain. Loses 10 on the play there. If Defoe makes the block, if Defoe from Summerfield, the wide receiver, makes the block, he's gone. You know, and that, that shows you what a great play it was on the defensive side of the ball for Everest. Now well, the building nearly silent, but you can probably hear the Summerfield cheerleaders in the background there. Five of them here on the near sideline, and they're black and orange uniforms here today. Their team playing on the field in white and black. Albain under center, offset eye here, deep pitch to Feets. Feets turns the corner, up the gut, jolt of speed across the 40 to the 45-yard line, still about two yards shy of the first down. Well, that's one of the best plays from scrimmage we've seen in a while here know, from Summerfield. I don't know why they don't go between the tackles more often. Because, you know, that's where the meat of their, of their offensive line is. You know, we, we talked about it earlier. I mean, there, there's a size differential uh, from the center and on either side. I, I don't know why you don't see more of that between the tackles. Hey, if you have some holiday bills piling up or you're just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, well, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, 
Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League and federally insured by the NCUA. Third down and nearly three. The football is on the Summerfield 45-yard line trying to get something offensively going. Just 37 ticks left to go in this first half. 21-0 Everest Collegiate for your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Can I give you a quick NFL score? How about this one? Fourth quarter in Seattle. The Rams on top of the Seahawks, 23-13. Wow. What a stunner that is. Saturday football at its best at the end of the... Gotta love it. You know, for me, next week I get Saturday hockey. Very exciting. Very happy. Third and three here, Summerfield under center. Albain with the pitch again. Now Feats looking to possibly throw. He keeps it on the ground and fakes everybody out. And we gain a first down, plus a couple more, just shy of Everest territory at the 48. Good decision there. Don't be a hero and fire it downfield. There was great coverage. Just tuck the ball up under, get that first down, move the chains. 29 seconds left. Let's see if they get creative this summer field offense. 29 seconds left to play in this first half. They were able to scurry out of bounds. That's why the clock stops, and they're allowed to huddle up here. Twins aside for Albane in the shotgun as he leans forward, arms extended. Takes a shotgun snap now. McGrath in his face and swallowing him behind the line of scrimmage along with Dominic Engel. But two flags rip out as this play was ending. That's a hold. That's, that's going to be on Summerfield. Um, you know, it was, it was interesting. If you're going to hold a guy, make sure you hold him. Don't hold him and have him uh, rip off where he can uh, take your quarterback down. Uh, but that's exactly what happened there. So that is go- definitely going to be on Summerfield. Clock down to 23 seconds. Penalty is declined. They'll take the sack back to the 39. And a timeout again on the Summerfield side. Gives us an, another chance to check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. You see what the River Rouge did today? 33-30 to 30 win over Detroit King, and both of those teams not really known for kicking, right? But comes down to it, and River Rouge has a chance to win the game, and they do so with three points. Tayshawn Massey hit the game-winning field goal. Rouge will play Rockford in the semifinals next week. Big win there. Sure is. Belleville with a 43-16 to 16 win over Cass Tech as well, and Mona Shores also with a last-second field goal, defeating East Lansing. That's Keegan DeKuyper, who drilled it in from 24 yards out. Mona Shore is always right there. 27-point win for Belleville over Cass, mm. huh? Jeez, oh, Pete. Pretty good quarterback down there in Belleville. Sure is. Second and long, they're going to throw. No surprise, complete down the middle to Ramon Ayat. He is twirled around, still on his feet. Flags all over the place. The clock might just run out how long this play lasts. Finally taken down to the turf at the 42-yard line. There is a flag on each side of the 40 and one deeper as well that halted 
this play by the time things were said and done as the officials come together and will deliver the response in just a second here. Yeah, Jeremy, I don't have a clue on this one. Oh, legal man downfield. Okay, gotcha. Well, Everest Collegiate will get the football to start this second half. They're up 21 nothing with 11 seconds remaining. Feels like they could be in a running clock scenario to start the second, but we're just not there yet in terms of points. And I think that's going to be the last play. It is indeed of this first half. Time winds down. It's a 21 to nothing lead for Everest Collegiate. Their home game. Actually, no. Are they going to put a couple more seconds on the clock oh, here? He's going to say put two seconds on the clock. Yep, timeout with two seconds left on the clock. They're just going to heave one up, I'm guessing, as they call a timeout with two seconds left. Well, another important score on our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard to the team that will play, or who this, the winner of this game, if Everest holds on, they will go on to play Sand Creek as they picked up a baseball win, 8 nothing, over Centerville earlier today. That was a 4.30 kick. Still trying to track down the score of Iron Mountain and Johannesburg Lewiston. Alex Westfall tells us it's 7-6 to six Lewiston at halftime. That's on the other side of the bracket. The bottom of the bracket saw Ubley win 36-6 to six over CC Crystal. This is Division 8 action. Division 8, and then you have the two eight-man divisions below. They'll be playing their state championship Next week, I believe right here. Usually played up at the Uper Dome. First and 14 as Summerfield scrimmages from their own 44-yard line. Two seconds left. Hail Mary time. They do just that. Chucking it up right side of a man down there. It's Ayat. It's incomplete. Didn't have the end zone anyway with two Everest players right around him and getting a hand on it was Joey Thibodeau, a good half for him and the Mountaineers. They're up 21-0. Back with more after this on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at radio.com today. Mike Gallagher isn't going anywhere. Apparently Mitt Romney thinks that it was just business as usual in America in 2020, and there's nothing to see here. Well, Mitt Romney can take a leap. I'm sorry. Republicans better reflect the anger of the American people because we're not going anywhere. 
We're not going to be subservient and bow down. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Kind of revisiting what we said in our open, our bit mortgage lending keys to the game, we keep it simple. I mean, we were coming into this week after 55 days off for most teams. Not a lot of practice to be had because they couldn't practice given what was on a lot of zoom meetings to go over film what they did right what they did wrong before the pause a week here a few days there before they were shut down a couple times but that's been it but regardless Everest Collegiate to begin this game did a good job of executing that it was a 21 nothing lead for them to begin things then the penalties started and the sloppiness started which is a little bit what we would expect maybe to begin the game but it was reversed but anyway Everest still has a 21 nothing lead and it feels much bigger no it does Jeremy and, and you know what I, I I'm glad that you brought up you know kiss keep it simple silly every trickeration play is blown up for both sides you know it seems like you know, uh, interception or, you know, some kind of miscue and everything. But, uh, Jeremy, make no mistake about this. Um, you know, right now, Everest is about a step ahead. Uh, you know, if you're Summerfield, in, in my mind, you have to feel very fortunate that you're only down 21 to nothing because there have been some self-inflicted wounds, to be sure, from Everest. Keys to the game always brought to you by Minton Mortgage Lending. Minton Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. 21 to nothing. the lead at halftime for Everest Collegiate here on their home game indoors at Legacy Center in Brighton, Michigan. Your Mint Mortgage Lending keys or your Mint Mortgage Lending two-minute drill would be next after this. And then we'll talk to the head coach of De La Salle, Dan Roan, about his big win today over Warren Mott to put them in a semifinal for the fourth time in the last seven years. That more is up next right here on your Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. 
Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. Hey everyone, Mac Corvass, Senior Mortgage Banker at Mitten Mortgage Lending and Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child, here with our broker, Chris Sabonic. For this week's two-minute drill, we wanted to speak to all of our hardworking realtors out there. Real estate agents, when you refer your clients to a lender, you want to make sure you are sending them to someone you can trust. At Mitten Mortgage Lending, we're going to pre-approve your clients properly so both you and your clients can shop confidently for their new home. We pull credit as well as review income and asset documentation up front at application. So we know you are shopping with a qualified buyer. No one will be wasting time only to find out weeks into the process that there are problems with an approval. With the insanely competitive housing market, communication is so vital in getting your client's offer accepted and closed. If you need an updated approval over the weekend or after hours, we're going to be there for you. You're going to have the personal cell phone of any banker it is that you're working with. We don't close at 5 like the big banks. We know your job doesn't end at 5 p.m. and neither does ours. As an agent, you've probably noticed before that time kills deals. We don't wait when it comes to home purchases. We are closing purchases in an average of three and a half weeks. Submitting an offer with less than 30 days on your contract will help your client's offer stand out and win you more deals and more referrals. Give us a call today to see how we can help you grow your business, close more deals, and assist your clients in finding their dream home. Stop working with lenders that make your life harder. You can call or text us at 734-922-2252. That's 734-922-2252. Or find us online at mittenloans.com. Well, that wraps up the two-minute drill with Mint Mortgage Lending here today. Be sure to reach out to them for your home financing needs, whether it be a refinance, a new home purchase, or just to get pre-approved for your new loan. Let the team at Mint Mortgage Lending be on your team. You can reach out to them today at 734-922-2252 or visit mittenloans.com slash apply to get started. You can also research or read reviews on Google and Facebook. Second half getting closer and closer here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. 
listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. Center and Brighton, everyone. Jeremy Otto with the winning head coach today in the Catholic League Central Division. It's Dan Roan of Warren de La Salle. He completes a victory here today over Warren Mott, 45-3. to Dan, first, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. It, you know, it was a nice nice win for our kids, a nice win for our community. 2-4 and four record heading into the playoffs, and obviously the rally speaks for itself here at the end of the year. Just what do you think is... Uh, allowed your team to piece things together as the year has gone on? You know, we're a really young team. You know, we only have about 13 seniors on our football team. And, you know, we didn't have a lot of time together in the summer because of because of COVID. And I took the job in March. So it, it was tough to kind of put our scheme together and develop some cohesiveness with our staff. And, you know, and we had to shut down and restart. So, you know, we knew going into the season it was going to be a little bit of a struggle. We're going to have to feel some things out. And, you know, now we're starting to find ourselves. You know, we got, you know, 14 sophomores on varsity and one freshman that play a significant role. And those young kids were going to have to grow up a little bit. And our defense kept us in a lot of games, gave us an opportunity. And Coach Bush and his staff did a great job all season long. And now our offense is starting to grow a little bit. And we're able to score some points along with that. Well, one guy you knew was going to be good this year on all levels is Brett Stanley. Just what an athlete he is, three-sport athlete overall. Great leader for you guys as well. 100 yards on the ground today and just seven carries. He's just outstanding on so many levels, isn't he? He is, and he had another punt return for a touchdown today that was actually called back. You know, he just does so many things for us. And his character and his, you know, his, everything about Brett Stanley, he's the kind of kid that you bump into the hallway and you immediately like and you want to be around and you want to associate yourself with. And, you know, I, I Brett's, a, Brett's a college football player for sure, but right now he's taking advantage of being a high school football player and leading Dio Salen. I know he wants to be on the wrestling mat and compete for a state championship because he's been a state runner-up the last few years. And right now he's doing everything he can to lead this football team. And the more we get the ball to Brett Stanley, the better football team we are. Talking with Dan Rohn, he's the new head coach, first year at Warren de LaSalle. They pick up a 45-3 to win over Warren Mott here today as well. Brady Drogosh, a guy that we've been watching as the season has gone on, and we kind of talked off air about maybe how this pause has helped you guys and some of these younger guys develop. How so, you think? You know, it's they're really not sophomores anymore. I mean, I always feel the biggest development for high school football players is kind of between that 10th grade and that 11th grade year. And There's some kids that can really handle varsity, and Brady was a kid that could handle varsity. He just didn't have the opportunity to work with our staff and have seven-on-sevens all summer long. But, you know, you take these last eight weeks, and, and that's kind of the mature period where these kids start to grow up and physically understand, and Brady's starting to really get to know the offense. And, you know, we've added some coaches. Coach Light came over from Dakota, and Coach Morris, you know, Shane's dad, who's coached quarterbacks for a long time and trained quarterbacks. So we surround them with great people, and Brady's really taken well to coaching, and he's starting to develop the leadership role. And, you know, we also have some amazing kids around him. You know, J.C. Ford – has done so many things for, for Brady Gorgash as far as taking the pressure off him 
and saying, you know, we can do this together. We can, you, we have dual threat quarterbacks. We'll work this out. And, you know, it's just a compliment to them and a compliment to, you know, JC Ford and our senior class and their willingness to sacrifice whatever it took to, to be the best team they can be. Asking a lot of coaches is just kind of getting a feel. You know, obviously you had so much time to watch film, prepare for this moment to play here today or not. I mean, it, nobody really knew whether it was going to happen or not, whether it was going to the spring, whether it was going to be at all. But did you learn anything specifically about your team that you made adjustments coming into today and maybe next week as well? Yeah, I, I probably learned more about our kids and our community in the last eight weeks than, than, I, than I knew through the entire football season. I... I knew this was a special place, and it's part of the reason I wanted the job, but I didn't know how great it was and until these last eight weeks where I saw our community and our, our administration, you know, Brother Ken, who's our new principal, and Larry Rensselaer, our president, and our school board president, and our boosters, and people just rally and do whatever it takes to, to give our kids the opportunity to compete. And, you know, we're the testing protocols and everything we're going through, that's exhausting, but it's not as exhausting here because we have so many people contributing to help us out. And, you know, I, I learned a lot about our kids and the fact that there's a ton of resilience here. There's a ton of leadership. And, and I think our kids have shown us the ability to, you know, you know, we just got to roll with it once in a while. And I, I think as adults, sometimes we get so strong on trying to control everything and, and make sure we do it all. These kids, our phrase has been control the controllables. And there aren't many things you can control right now with, with what's going on in society. And, our kids have rolled with it really well, and their maturity and their growth has shown me how important it is to this community and what we can do here with, with the right people in place. Well, that, his name is Dan Rowan. He's the head coach at Warren D. LaSalle. They're heading to their four-state semifinal in the last seven years. Been quite the run, and I'm sure you've got to be proud of the squad for picking up a 45-3 to win. Best of luck the rest of the way, Dan. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate the support and look forward to a, another great week. Stick with us here on The Patriot. More after this. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hugh Hewitt sees plenty of Trump derangement syndrome. TDS has taken so many people. Trump derangement syndrome has just infected so many people, especially in the media. They cannot separate a phone call pleading for a recount, imploring the Secretary of State to do something for a criminal act. It's not. It's being taped. It's just silly. It's like the Ukraine phone call. Just damn silly. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Hi, Warrior fans. This is Kevin Breckmacher. Join me all season long here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, as I bring you Warrior Basketball, led by senior Kareem Murray and junior Darian Owens-White. The Warriors look to get back to the top of the GLIAC. Again, all season long right here on WDTK, The Patriot, the Wayne State Warrior Basketball Radio Network. Wayne State University Athletics. Go Warriors! You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, anytime, anywhere on radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at radio.com today. (laughs) 
Let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half. Well, something most of us have right now is holiday bills piling up, right? If you're looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for everything you need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy. You can join right now before the second half starts online. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Ready to start the second half between Everest Collegiate and Summerfield. The home team, the Everest Mountaineers today with a 21 to nothing lead. And a quick check of our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard in Division 8 bracket. Reads everything is complete, but this game here today... Very tight games and very low-scoring games on two counts. Sand Creek had an 8 to nothing win over Centerville, so they'll take on the winner this game. On the other side, Joburg-Lewison just squeaked out a 7-6 victory over Iron Mountain because Iron Mountain missed a game-winning field goal. Oh. Upley with a 36-6 win over CC Crystal, they'll take on Lewiston. Iron Mountain's where Izzo's from, right? Yep, you got it. Steve Mariucci. You know where Sand Creek is? Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> You're a regular old map, aren't you? <laughs> it's not like, I'm holding my hand out. It's down there like near the Indiana-Ohio border, right? Yeah. Yep. Everest will receive the football to begin the second half. And, Wow. <laughs> Summerfield fakes will look like an onside kick, and now they'll spread out and uh, treat things as normal. Well, what they'll do after that, one. we'll see. <laughs> we've already seen one. This one is going to be a squib. Off a line to around the 20-yard line. Fielding that is McGrath, one of the up men. Takes a knee at the 31, and that is where this Everest offense will take it back. There's been a lot of... Uh, Additions to this offense here today that have done a really good job. Nimi, Master Mateo, Beggs on the defensive end and offensive end. Thibodeau. Everyone's really chipped in here on WDTK Detroit, Sean. You are such a pro. Yes, indeed, they have, Jeremy. Uh, and you know what? This is where I'm going to say right now, when you're up 21 to nothing, keep it simple, silly. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything fancy. Get those road graders out, roll your way down the field, put another touchdown on the board. Master Mateo in the gun to begin things here. It's a lofty pitch to his left. We've seen that a couple of times. Just a two-handed shove to Nimi. He's across the 30, breaks the 40-yard line, broke out of it after it looked like he was down. They're going to call him down at the 38-yard line and two yards shy, if that, of a first down. Well, you know what Nimi's saying, that, that he was he was kind of rolled over on top of one of the defenders, and he kept running. It looked to me like he hit the ground, but that's the logic behind it. Stands out to scouts. They'll watch him. College contingent watching online or in person. would like to see that. Two wideouts left, one to the far side, back to the pistol now. Breaking to the backfield is Nedwick in motion. It's curling up the middle into the hands of Leseski on a rush as he starts low and finishes 
a first down. One of his shorter runs here today, despite being successful in that scenario. And boy, is Leseski been effective here today. The senior running back and linebacker came into today. 86 carries, 699 yards. That's an eight average. Ten touchdowns on the air. He just runs really hard and combines it with some speed as well. It's a good team. They really are. Jeremy, we saw them a couple of years ago when they were a young team. Boy, they've grown leaps and bounds. Two wideouts left, one of the far side, keeping it up the middle to Lisaski, slithering for a first down across the 50 into Summerfield territory, powering past the 40, and finally walloped down at the 32-yard line here on the near side by 22, Ethan Eiler. But again, a shifty, slithering run up the left side will get Everest the first down. That kid refuses to go out of bounds, too. You know, he, he's looking for guys to hit. He could have he could have ran out of bounds with all that traffic in front of him, but instead he put his head down, picked up a, a few more yards. They've killed nearly two minutes off the clock already here to begin this third quarter, leading 21 nothing. Everest in their black uniforms and the light yellow numbers playing on this unique indoor home field at Legacy Center here today. Twins aside, in motion of the backfield to complete an eye formation virtually is Nimi. Keeping it on the ground for himself is Master Mateo, but a masterful job on the front line as well by Summerfield to bottom him up for no gain. You know, it's really cool. You look at these Summerfield players on the near sideline really adamantly cheering their defense on. They had a Hail Mary heave at the end of the half. Two seconds left. They took a timeout after everybody thought the half had expired, but the officials said, wait a minute, we're shooting two seconds on the clock and awarding Summerfield a timeout. Heaved it to the right side, had a man down there. Thibodeau tipped it, but Albain has thrown some deep balls here today. You notice Everest taking a little bit more time as well, eating up a little bit of that clock. Inside the 34-yard line, they scrimmage from the near half. Second down and 10. Shotgun snap taken. Short pass completed right side. Jimmy Nemi just outside the numbers. And he's going to gain a chunk four yards for a third and six scenario now. Most importantly, that clock keeps running. You know, when you're up 21 to nothing, you don't want to do anything too fancy. You'd love to put another score on the ground, but Jeremy, you know what they're aiming for, what every team's aiming for. Head to the barn in the fourth quarter. Pull out the bench. Bessie. She's been sleeping for 55 days. She's got a lot of milk to offer. I'll tell you that. Nobody's milked her. Third down and six. Clock winding down already here in the third quarter. 8.37 left. Pistol formation for Prunicki's team again. Man in motion of the backfield is Nedwick. Two men back there in the end. It's Lisesky who is churned like a top the opposite way. And that's going to be a gain of maybe a half yard to the 30-yard line and bring up a fourth and a long five. Well, this is four-down territory. I don't think they're going to, you know, attempt a 47, 48-yard field goal here. Certainly they're not going to punt it away. So with eight minutes to go, no doubt about it, they're going for it. Fourth and five on the summer field 30. Master Mateo in the gun, twins aside, moving right to left here in the third quarter. Play action, heaves it left, complete to Nedwick, slips a tackle at the 30-yard line. Another curling move at the 20 still on his feet to the 10 and finally walloped down they're actually going to mark him down at the 12 as he's scattered out of bounds it's tough for us to see where the out of line marker is here at this field i'm sure it's tough for them to see because right where he went out is the middle of another soccer 
line, the 10-yard box. It juts out in yellow. The line they need to go out is black, so there's lines everywhere. Well, good job by the, the side judge to, to be on the spot and mark that down right there. But I'll, I'll agree with that. In that corner of the field... <laughs> Looks like a war map or something, right? They're, they're drawing battle yeah. plans. Well, there. they're huddling up on another battle plan. It's girls lacrosse, field hockey, men's lacrosse, all those lines. You guys are going to have to come over for a barbecue and we'll play Stratego <laughs> or something. First and just outside of a goal situation here is Liseski. Got that football. Final back at the line of scrimmage again. Good job by this Summerfield front to bottle up some of these runs. That was Dakota Cone, the young defensive end, six foot 180 sophomore. Well, in the meantime, Jeremy, they've blown up about five minutes of game time here in the third quarter. And, and you know what? It, it really is a kiss situation. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, silly. You're up 21 to nothing. Uh, you're having some success moving the ball on the ground. Keep the chains moving. Keep the clock running. And Look forward to next week once this one's over. The original line of scrimmage at the 11. Line of scrimmage now back at the 13. Called second and 12. Moved. Yep, the flag comes down from your head referee here today. False start the call against Everest. It'll be something they've... I'm sure we'll want to clean up next week. That'll be the back out of the backfield. Lasecki's trying to make his case, but... Uh, he doesn't have a case to make. He, he started moving before that ball was snapped. Freezes the clock at 6.55 momentarily. Now they run it once everything is set and ready to go. Second and long, 6.47 left to go in a 21-0 third quarter here in favor of Everest. They huddle up on the 25-yard line here. McGrath is a late man in on offense. He sends Thibodeau to the sideline for a rest. Prunicki is about 10 yards onto the field to deliver that play call for Master Mateo. Jamie, uh, Jeremy, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they need a first down about the one-yard line, yep. maybe inside the one. Exactly. All right. It's very tight. Second and nearly 20. Two targets right. He sends one in motion to his left. That's Nimi. Looks that direction on an option. Keeping it, though, is Master Mateo. Slipping through tacklers. Slipping inside the five, or right at the five, it looks like, is where they're going to mark him. That kid's tough, isn't he? He took a heck of a shot. He is. He's up uh, limping slowly, but coming to the sideline to get the play. But that is one tough cookie, that senior quarterback. Had not thrown an interception in the playoffs until today. He has a couple. Just 15 yards the first game. Didn't really need him at that point. But 148 yards versus Parkway Christian. 184 in a rematch versus Shrine. That was a very close Shrine game compared to the first time around where Everest blew them out. 23-13 the final score in the playoffs. And that was their last game before today. 5.15 left to go here in the third quarter. Third down and four. Keeping it for himself again is Master Mateo as he moves left. Or sorry, that's Laseski who took the direct snap. And he is a full yard shy of the first down. So call it the three. He needs the one for a first. More like two yards to gain almost. Everest has huddled together much more 
here in the third than we saw in the first. Saw it a little bit more in the second as they had a 21-0 lead, a 14-0 lead for a good majority of that first half. And, Jeremy, you got to remember, it's not like they went the length of the field. It was a squib kick, and they've run off almost a m- eight minutes to start this third quarter. Trips right, an extra blocking tight end to the left side. Another jump pass to McGrath, the big fella. Pulls down the basketball rebound touchdown. <laughs> that wasn't pretty, but it worked. It sure I mean, did. there's no other way to say that. It wasn't pretty, but... Uh, it was kind of a delayed throw, and the ball hung up there for forever, but McGrath grabs it. And Jeremy, as I said, how about this? Nearly eight minutes off the clock. Master Mateo stopped dead red, hopped up like Albain had done late in the second half, fed it to the biggest man on the field, I think, literally in pounds and height at 6'5". He is quite the hoops player as well, and he showed why, boxing everybody out on the left side of the end zone. Long snap is in. The hold is perfect. The kick is boinking off the back of Legacy Center. The wall stands tall, and so does this Everest lead. 28-0 with 4.19 to go here in the third quarter on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Dennis Prager is worried for the next generation. If America were truly flawed, as the left says it is, it should be rather easy to come up with its evils. But they either lie or make up nonsense. I feel I feel terrible for this next generation growing up in this sick society that the left is producing. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Well, if you have some holiday bills piling up or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs as well. Visit Alliance Catholic to learn more and get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. Kickoff winds to the 10-yard line here. Thibodeau has done a really good job draping those back deep. And tough to return. Summerfield trying to turn the corner. It's Ramon Ayats again. He's going to reach the 16. Boy, it's on that left side and the far right side. It's tough to tell where the ball is, but that is where they mark it. Bright green turf. A little bit more grassier looking, if you will, than normal field yeah, turf outdoors. I think that's fair. I don't know what the bounce is down there, but I'm not seeing any turf burns. I've been looking for it all day. So, you know, back in the day, it'd take off half the skin on your leg, Jeremy. <laughs> I just saw them deposit one of the footballs out of play, and it hopped about three feet over the head of <laughs> Nate Beggs as he tried to give it to his coaching staff over there. 4-11 left to play in the third, 28-0 Everest. Keeping it on the ground is Albane, and they're going to eat him up pretty quickly for a two-yard loss. Everest has been all over it. They brought a number of pressures by a number of guys. John Saran, Michael McGrath, 
Dominic across, it was Saran this time who finished it off at second and 11. Yeah, we've called his name a few times tonight. He's made some big plays. Just haven't been able to get anything going, this uh, Summerfield team. Just, Jeremy, again, just a step behind. Pitch forward into the hands of Gonzalez. He turns the corner of the far side across the 25-yard line up to the 27 right in front of the Everest bench, and that move the chains left to right. Good speed to get to that edge, Jeremy. He, he couldn't get around the edge because the world was his down the sideline, but he got enough to get a Summerfield first down. They hurry up here, no huddle. Single wide receivers aside, and the shotgun is Albane. Looks for his options, going to tuck it and run. And, Ooh. wow, Papa Helmet on his way to the ground <laughs> at the 33-yard line. He drove low into Jimmy Nemi that time, and Albane hops up and says, hey, nothing happened there. Yeah, you know what's the old adage? The low man wins, and, and he went low, Nemi went lower. Really good arm, just hasn't been able to find his wide receivers here today. They've been well covered by this solid secondary. Looking to throw again, and it's the big right paw of McGrath saying no as he swats it away five yards to his left. It's third and six. Now, I don't know if the crowd might pick that up, but you could hear it plain as day up here. I hope you guys can hear that in the radio. Yeah, I mean, it was a smack. Smacking my dog's behind for trying to steal those treats, you know? <laughs> Get off that dinner table. The turkey, yeah? Oh, the bumpus house. Little weasels. <laughs> little weasels always trying to get my barbecue. 28 nothing Everest. The clock frozen at 247. It's third down and a short six here. Trips to the right in a triangle formation for Summerfield. They have LaRocca as a lone back. Low snap through the thickets, and that's going to cost him for a sack. Tumbling his way through... For the tackle that time was Dominic Cross, the senior linebacker who's flourished on both sides of the ball here today. Yeah, have to punt here. Yeah, big loss on that play all the way back to, let's see where they mark this. I I believe they're marking it right at the 25-yard line. So, Jeremy, this is about a fourth and 13. You're down 28-0. No reason to be heroic here. Just kick the ball away. Johnny Nedwick. Nicknamed Johnny Hustle is back to receive this football at the 42-yard line. Right to left, he'll return it here in the third quarter with the clock at 2.03. Sidewinding kick goes off the foot of Drew Defoe. Contacted and downed at the 45-yard line here by Summerfield as Everest Collegiate will get the football back. They're one for one on drives and touchdowns so far here in the third quarter. I don't expect this to be much different here, Jeremy. I really think they're just going to, you know, go out there and and keep it simple and do what they do on the ground and see if they can put another seven on the board. I think the best bet among the experts, as you say, quote-unquote, before the year started. As we both roll our eyes. (laughs) Before the playoffs started, out of all the Catholic League teams, this probably was the team you circled so yeah, they could run the yeah. gamut and make oh, yeah. it to a yeah. state final. And they've shown why here in this game and their whole run thus far. Mm-hmm. Option pitch right side. There's a bunch of movement, some bodies reacting to each other, and it's a false start against Everest Collegiate. Well, you know what? I think they jumped the gun a little bit because they were excited about that play, honestly. And you've seen them do that 
a couple times here, but they got caught. Clock stops with a buck 53 to go in the third quarter. You look at these wins, though. Maple City, Glen Lake, a Division 6 team, beat them 19-14. Riverview gave a Richard a good team in the prep bowl 35-0 win. Then starting the playoffs in the pre-district, 41-0 over Rochester Hills Lutheran Northwest. Stringley Heights Parkway Christian, a team that's been there to the end the last couple years, 47-0 win and Shrine 23 to 13 the second time they played them. Same play, converted legally this time as the pitch is complete to Nedwick. He turns along the right side up the 45-yard line to the 50 and up to the 46 inside Summerfield territory for the first out plus much more and the clock continues to roll. Yeah, that is an incredible run because it looked like he ran out of time in space far side and he just got low to the ground and he just kept going. They're going to mark him just short of that first down marker. But a, a nice run there, Jeremy. Seems like every time Everest has the football and either has a run or has a short pass like that, coming to my mind is turning the corner. It feels yeah. like they're doing that every play, doesn't yep, it? No doubt. So second and one. They marked him on the Summerfield 48-yard line here. Shifting back to the pistol, Master Mateo sends Leseski behind him. He's got a hand on the turf, his right hand. He's going to get the football, turns to the 45, up to the 42-yard line, first down, plus three more with 57 seconds left, just a couple plays left here in the third quarter. Yeah, let's see how much they want to milk this because, Jeremy, point blank, that's what they've been doing here in the third quarter. They've been doing a little milking to be sure, winding it down, let that clock run down as much as they can. 28-0 Everest Collegiate. Now 41 seconds left as they break the huddle and come to the line. Master Mateo shifts from the pistol to the gun. Two wideouts left, one to the far side. Again, Nimi in motion. On the ground, up the middle to Leseski, trying to grind this clock out to the fourth quarter. They might just have done that. He's inside the 40 to the 39-yard line, a pickup of four. Here to end the third quarter. 28 to nothing is the commanding lead for Everest. We'll try to muck this game to oblivion when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Hugh Hewitt sees plenty of Trump derangement syndrome. TDS has taken so many people. Trump derangement syndrome has just infected so many people, especially in the media. They cannot separate a phone call pleading for a recount, imploring the Secretary of State to do something for a criminal act. It's not. It's being taped. It's just silly. It's like the Ukraine phone call. Just damn silly. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. 
four Catholic High School League teams entered the regional finals here today. One has come out victorious. That's De La Salle. Two others have lost. Loyola along with Catholic Central. Everest trying to even up that bit at 2-2 as they lead 28-0 as we head to the fourth. Sean? Yeah, Jeremy, uh, just a dominant effort here for Everest. Uh, and, and you know what? They had you know, about an eight-minute drive to start the third quarter to really to really put a st- stranglehold on this one. 28 nothing to start this one. Snap given to Lisesky. It's been a heavy dose of the senior running back as he curves right for a gain of a couple more yards. It was a third and six. Now it becomes a third and a long four as we get, begin play here in the fourth. Well, they're taking their sweet time getting the play in and certainly getting the snap off. Jeremy, I'll say it again. Well, right here, you're about the 38-yard line. Pick up a couple yards here. You're in four-down territory. Uh, You know, there's no reason to punt the ball away. There's no reason to try a long field goal. You're in four-down territory. But let's face it, the way that Everest has been ripping off some yards, it isn't needed very often. Single wide receivers aside, right in front of us is Jimmy Nimi, wide right. Delayed pitch into the hands of Lisesky. He is close to the first down sticks. They fell down as the play was going to commence there. And, yes, the official says he has the first down up to the 34-yard line with 10.59 left here in the fourth. Let's see. And all they're going to see is just short. They're going to mark him just short. Looks like he's about a yard short, Jeremy. So, of course, they're going for it. Fourth and one. I guess the signal was just to continue to move the clock, not a first down. Two wideouts left in a tight bunch formation. Jimmy Nemi in motion right to left. He's going to receive that motioning pitch, and he does have a first down this time as he's well up to the 30-yard line, plus three or more. And with 10-28 left, and Everest Arnie leading 28 to nothing. They will continue this offensive surge. Well, they, they wind that clock uh, back up. It's it's almost like a running clock right now, Jeremy, with the difference being if you go out of bounds, uh, they're going to stop the clock just for a moment uh, after the first down. We talked about the other team that has won so far here today, De La Salle. They made easy work, it seemed, of Warren Mott by the score. You talked to the head coach. He said it wasn't that easy in terms of how it pieced together, but still they like where they are, but... They're set to take on Oak Park. Those are two teams, very similar stories. Oak Park coming in at 1-5 and five into the state playoffs. De La Salle 2-4. That's going to be a fun matchup Great next week. Great stories. I love it. Yeah, Good for both of you guys. You have nothing, nothing to apologize for. Mona Shores winning on the top side of the bracket. De La Salle has already beaten Mona Shores in the last 10 years in a state championship game. Master Mateo with a dime of a pass along the gut of the end zone and making the catch in style is Jimmy Nimi with a man in his face. How about the effort by Master Mateo? He's hobbled, which is the last thing you want to see if you're Everest. Already up 34 nothing with 9.29 to go here in the fourth quarter. you got to get him out now, right? Great throw and an unbelievable catch for him to come down with that. You know, it... We've seen it time and time again tonight. I'm with you. No reason to keep that quarterback in. And, of course, uh, Jeremy, as, as you well know, the point after comes into play here because if he hits his point after, we are under the uh, running clock circumstances. Matthew Boitel is the 
backup quarterback. He's seen a few snaps throughout the year. Three out of five for 33 yards. The extra point is up and just good by a sliver hugging the right upright. 9.29 to go in the fourth frame. It's 35 zip Everest here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hi, Warrior fans. This is Kevin Breckmacher. Join me all season long here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, as I bring you Warrior Basketball, led by senior Kareem Murray and junior Darian Owens-White. The Warriors look to get back to the top of the GLIAC. Again, all season long right here on WDTK, The Patriot, the Wayne State Warrior Basketball Radio Network. Wayne State University Athletics. Go Warriors! Jeremy and Sean back with the high atop Legacy Center in Brighton, Michigan. A nice indoor facility that has kept us cozy in 70 degrees here today. It wasn't all too bad outside, though, for the 1 o'clock games. A lot of sun-soaked action all around the state. Not sure what the temperature high read. It was about 37 degrees when we were driving in here today. But it felt much warmer than it probably was given the sun all day You're long. You're turning into an old guy. I love it. I lo- Whenever I hear a guy talking about the weather, it's like, that's my brother right there. That's what we old people do, Jeremy. That's what we, quarantine will do to you, yeah, I guess, yeah, right? We, we pay attention to the weather. We talk about the high for the day. Do you know the high? I bet it was like 37. How's yeah. your corns, by the way? You're, you're, how's Bunyan Land treating you? I am going to churn... This kickoff up just shy of the 25 to the 26-yard line. Good job today by Joey Thibodeau and company. Thibodeau is a guy they really like. Just a junior, wide receiver, defensive back, place kicker, punter for this team. Mike Pernicki says he's the fastest guy out there, just pure speed. Really good hoops player as well, and... Hey, he won a soccer regional championship as well when things were all shut down. Him, Dominic Cross, and John Saran all competed with the soccer team while football was on pause. So they're set to win two regional champions championships in the same season, albeit. Little trickeration there. Inside shovel. Getting to the outside, picking up a first down. Of course, uh... MHSAA rules stipulate if you're up by 35 or more, Jeremy. The clock mm-hmm. keeps running. That was Brandon Thompson who scurried for the first down up to the 35-yard line. Clock reads 8-14, 35-0 is the Everest collegiate lead. Summerfield granted some opportunities in that first half to hang around if they were able to put together a drive, but turnovers and penalties have just kind of plagued this team on their offensive days twirling around his feet looking to get away he's gotten away a couple times here today and found the open field he finds two and a half yards there as he makes it to the 40 make that the 38 i beg your pardon second and seven well everest is going to be tough to beat I, i don't i don't care who you know who you throw up against them and it looks like certainly they're going to move on to this one face sand creek next week should be a good one they're going to be tough to beat Low snap and just bouncing on that is Devin Albane. There's some intriguing teams left all the way around, and you have to account for some players leaving because of the 
early enrollees that happen at the Division One level when you look at D1, 2, 3. I mean, you got Rockford-Davison at the top of the bracket in Division One, and then Belleville-West Bloomfield will take on each other. How about the win for West Bloomfield today? 52-14 over Romeo. Belleville, 43-16 over Cass. Mm. Your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. We've talked about the Division Two matchups. Muskegon in it again against DeWitt. DeWitt had a forfeit win over Stevensville Lakeshore. Chelsea will also take on River Rouge. It's a Rouge team that won at the last second with a big-time field goal, 33-30 to over Detroit King. And you give all those schools credit because those are all schools in Division One, Two, Three, and there's been some flopping in terms of who plays where, the enrollment and how things shake out, but those are all teams that have been in it, you know, to the end, right up uh, right up to it. No question. Real solid programs across the board. Ever is trying to become one of those perennial powers. They have not gotten past this regional hump so far in their eight years as a varsity football program. Looks like they're going to do that here today as Summerfield punts it away and fear catching it. On the left side is Johnny Network. They are 554 away from their first ever regional crown, up 35 nothing in the Mountaineers. Well, you know, Bessie's going to stay in the in the barn, I think, uh, Jeremy. No reason to bring her out with a running clock. Um, I don't expect Everest to do anything cute here. Maybe just run the ball a few times, and if they have to punt it away, they have to punt it away. But as you said, it looks like we're going to have a new quarterback out there. Bottle seeing his... First reps at that position here today for Mike Prunicki. Giovanni Master Mateo threw a great pass to the right side to end his day here today. Dart of a touchdown throw to the right side caught by Jimmy Nemi. He had to do some work just to stretch across the pylon, but he was hobbled because he took a pretty big shot. Hopeful that he will be good to go by next week. They're still in a passing formation here. Two wide receivers aside, and actually taking that snap is Joey Tipido. He's taken a few snaps at quarterback this year. Beggs got the carry on the run there, and he's passed midfield up to the 48-yard line in between the hash marks. Keeps the clock moving at 435 with Everest up 35 nothing. Thibodeau has uh, done a little bit of everything. We've seen him be part of the receiving game. We've seen him be... Uh, you know, making plays on the defensive side of the ball, and now his job's going to be to hand the ball off here. Maybe he keeps it once or twice himself, but uh, they're going to make this uh, last four minutes and ten seconds disappear. Thibodeau came in, 127 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 302 receiving yards, four touchdowns. Has made a few field goals this year. Been perfect on extra points here today. Came in 24 of 28. Hot potato as the football is loose on the ground, trying to stretch and get that is Matthew Nimi after they gained a first down, and he did just that. 30, making a name for himself with a big play. The sophomore pulling that right back into his body there. Looked like a hockey goalie trying to get that puck squirting free. You know who caused that fumble again, don't you? Who's that? The turf monster. <laughs> that guy, he, I mean, he's unrelenting. You know, when are we going to give him a player of the game anyway? That, that turf monster mm. deserves it one of these weeks. You know, 
Yeah, but yeah, I'll tell you what, Nimi did a good job kind of falling on that and saving the day with 3.15 left in this one. First down and 10 as they mark it up to the 36-yard line. Thibodeau keeps it for an extra beat. He wants Jimmy Nimi. Nimi bounces and then just takes a knee as he crosses the 30 up to the 28. Close to a first down and looks to be a yard shy from the spot on the far side of the field as the clock continues to wind in that running clock scenario until now because Summerfield will burn a timeout with 2.50 left. 35 nothing Everest. We'll give you the finish of this game when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Well, hey, if you have some holiday bills piling up or you're just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet... Don't worry, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League and federally insured by the NCUA. Nate Beggs just picked up another first down. He's had a couple on this drive for Everest, just trying to mouth home the rest of this clock, leading 35-0 to 20 left to play in the game. Well, again, I want to say kudos to the MHSAA for staying the course and for making this happen and getting football started again. It's a... It's a beautiful thing, Jeremy, and, you know, all the countless people that are, are, are doing the work at places here like the Legacy in, in Brighton, uh, just awesome, well done. Another nine-yard gain along the right side here for Beggs. So stay tuned. It's going to depend a lot next week when these game times will be. Take a look at programming and see where we're at. I know we have some Wednesday basketball action next week at 1, so that would spoil any afternoon kicks. But if we have a similar kick as this one here today, they will play again indoors here at the Legacy Center. Will Everest Collegiate just don't know what time yet. Pitch behind to Thomas Powery, a young freshman running back in the game. Seeing some action in a regional championship game, trying to coast his team along to their first ever in history, gaining a first down up to the 20-yard line here at the clock at a minute and counting before the celebration by these home Mountaineers here today. Well, let's see if they just take a knee here, Jeremy. There's no reason to do anything else. You're up 35 to nothing. 
maybe take one more snap, take a knee, and as you mentioned, head to your sideline victorious. Huddling together, more just like a uh, looking-at-each-other party right now <laughs> at the 15-yard line. Not a lot of discussion going on. Jackson Petz, another freshman also into the game. The running back slash linebacker. Everybody getting some playing time here. Matthew Nemi slotted wide right as a wide receiver, and the knee does come. The celebration begins on the far side as Everest Collegiate wins their first ever regional crown here today, a program that's been very good for their eight years in existence in the MHSA, taking it to the next step starting here today. 35-0 your final score in this regional final over Summerfield High School. More when we get back, including our student connection, player of the game after this on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey guys, Chris Sabonik here, mortgage broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending. As a broker, we're licensed to work with several different lenders to help find the best rates and costs for you on your mortgage. Working with multiple lenders means we're going to have a variety of programs that are going to help suit your needs. Everything from conventional, FHA, VA, and more. Uh, when you work with us, you're not only going to get the best service, we're going to make sure you get all of your questions answered, and we're also going to be able to make sure we close your loan in less than 30 days. Call us today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. NMLS 1723481. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Stay tuned for the post-game show next on The Patriot. Mike Gallagher isn't going anywhere. Apparently Mitt Romney thinks that it was just business as usual in America in 2020, and there's nothing to see here. Well, Mitt Romney can take a leap. I'm sorry. Republicans better reflect the anger of the American people because we're not going anywhere. We're not going to be subservient and bow down. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Well, the cool scene indoors, probably a little warmer than anyone would have imagined at this time in January at the Legacy Center, and Brent Ann Lowney, the head basketball coach and AD at Everest Collegiate, has presented the regional championship trophy to the team. They're hopping around, raising it up in midair. And there's a number of reasons why that's a cool moment. Number one, a lot of those kids had the basketball season ripped from them last year. A lot of them had their spring seasons ripped from them. They thought that this football season might have been ripped from them as well. But credit, as you said earlier, to the MHSA that they allowed this thing to see it out. We've got two more weeks left, and it's a cool moment as we see them line up for a you know, number one picture at midfield. That's what they'll always remember. Right there in the middle of the field, the gang together, no matter what happens next week, the week before, all of that. To me, Jeremy, this is all about that moment. And they were waiting 
for them to bring that trophy over, and, and that's what it's all about. Now, look, there might be bigger fish to fry and maybe a bigger picture to take than that, but when you're talking about this game, when you're talking about this night, they're going to remember that moment. 35 to nothing is your final score as Everest Collegiate cruises to a second-half victory over Summerfield. It was 21 nothing at halftime, but it felt like an Everest stranglehold from the get-go as they got that offense going. They were up 14 nothing within a blink of an eye and never looked back at that point. Figured things out a little bit more in terms of time-crunching drives here in the second half. Cut down the turnovers. That was a factor. The fumbles, the interceptions in the first half after Master Mateo had not thrown. In an interception in three straight playoff games to begin this run. But this is a jubilant group as they now move to the near sideline after taking their picture and maybe sing their fight song here as a man who is a big part of this victory. Jack Lisaski holds that trophy up, hopping up and down on the 35-yard line right in front of us. The flashes flying as much as they can in today's age. The cell phone's also out to document what's been a real cool moment. Now time to take a look at your Student Connection player of the game, uniquely designed for success, any subject, any grade, anywhere. Sean? I think there's one guy, Jeremy, and I'm glad that you agree with me, the quarterback, Giovanni Mastromateo. I think uh, no doubt about it with his feet, uh, with some of his throws, uh, you got to give this young man credit. And by the way, he looks just fine out there. He's not limping. He's with his... He's with his uh, teammates as well now he's doing a little interview uh down on the field as well so if you're an everest fan listening fret not he looks fine down there we'll put a bow on this thing when we get back 35 nothing your final score in favor of the home everest mountaineers here today stick with us the chsl game of the week is sponsored by alliance catholic credit union and the student connection Hi, Warrior fans. This is Kevin Breckmacher. Join me all season long here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, as I bring you Warrior Basketball, led by senior Kareem Murray and junior Darian Owens-White. The Warriors look to get back to the top of the GLIAC. Again, all season long right here on WDTK, The Patriot, the Wayne State Warrior Basketball Radio Network. Wayne State University Athletics. Go Warriors! The war had been going on for two years, and I got the calling. I got the calling to, to join the service and support the boys over there. Thousands of American troops have come home from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, suffering the effects of post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injuries. I never thought that I would have PTSD. I thought that I had enough coping skills. I don't think anybody who goes into combat could ever honestly say that they're not different when they come home. What you take as a simple thing is not so simple for me anymore. I'm gonna have my good days and my bad days, and I really don't like those bad days. I would say to those people that are out there, uh, don't brush us aside and don't count us out. Help the USO support these troops and their families. Hear more of their stories at usoinvisiblewounds.org. The wounds are invisible, the stories are real. Hey everyone, Matt Corbeth here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 
or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply, or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. The CHSL Game of the Week post-game show continues next. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. The broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK The Patriot. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and WDTK Detroit. Jeremy Otto back alongside Sean Belisian to bring you the call here tonight. Final score, 35 to nothing in favor of Everest Collegiate over Petersburg Somerville here today. They'll take on Sand Creek next week right here at the Legacy Center as they have 38.8 playoff points coming into the year and 28 points on the other side for Sand Creek who beat Centerville today 8-0. That's the weird thing also about this season. It's always been a standardized you know, we know where that semifinal will be at this point, but it's going to be a home game because they couldn't figure out neutral sites and there won't be a standard time either so who knows this game could be later in the day as well but uh, you look at this year nothing's been normal but uh, everybody is happy that they're able to finish it out as well on the other side of the bracket Joburg Lewiston with a 7-6 to win over Iron Mountain after a missed game-winning field goal Ubley also with a 36-6 to win over CC Crystal that will be the two matchups on the other side of the bracket as well. Now, I'm being told that it was actually Centerville that knocked off Sand Creek 8 to nothing. Did they? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm being told. Gotcha. So Centerville still, that put Everest, Centerville had 34 playoff points, nearly 35. Everest again had 38. So they will still squeak that out and play uh, the Mountaineers here on this side of the state as well. Other games, there's a lot of them to look out for 
in Division One, Two, Three as well. Rockford and Davison taking on each other in Division One. Belleville and West Bloomfield. It's Mona Shores and Traverse City Central as TCC picked up a high-scoring 50-22 to win over North Farmington earlier today as well. Oak Park defeated Churchill 30-23, to and De La Salle defeated Warren Mott 45-3. So Oak Park and De La Salle will match up for a battle of the two chips on your shoulders, I guess, right? Pretty, is... pretty cool. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? It's all about making the most of the opportunity that's afforded to you. So uh, both of those squads, Jeremy, nothing, absolutely nothing to apologize for. Division three, Muskegon won twenty-four nothing over East Grand Rapids. Dewitt had a forfeit win over Stevensville Lakeshore. Chelsea will take on River Rouge. Chelsea defeated Flint Kersley today, scored thirty-eight points. River Rouge also with a tight thirty-three to thirty win over a perennial power in Detroit King as well. This Everest team's got to be one of the best bets to hopefully. Make a run all the way to the state finals if you're a Catholic League fan. De La Salle, the other remaining team, Loyola and Catholic Central losing here today. But Catholic Central is going to be pretty intriguing. They do lose some bigger pieces, but there's a lot coming back, including their quarterback, who is really good this year. Yeah, this Everest team, best of luck to them. They're going to be tough to beat. For Brian Bolesky, Alex Westfall, Sean Belisian, I'm Jeremy Otto. We hope to see you next week. Keep in tune to Twitter and our website, PatriotDetroit.com, to find out where we will go if we can. Have a great night, everybody. You've been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.